My name's Paul, and I'm an entomologist. I used to think I knew a thing or two about flies. I've been a fly in the ointment. I've been known to fly low, fly solo, fly undone, fly off the handle, even give a flying... Well, you get the idea. But I never knew what a pleasure it was to be a fly on the wall until I discovered the dulcet tones and life-affirming wisdom of Luke and Warren and their Fly on the Wall podcast. Well, <laughs> uh, right. So I'm not going to play the. We're recording now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to play the <laughs> intro because I'll play it. I like how you like a little bit of dialogue, just random fucking <laughs> yeah. shitty dialogue. Hi, we're Fly <laughs> on the Wall podcast. My name's Hulk Hogan. I'm joined by the Incredible Hulk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. How are you, big Nothing. fella? Big yeah, Waz. Good mate. I'm Eric Banner. <laughs> oh, Eric. Because he was, of course, one. Um, I'll, be Edward, I'll be Edward Norton then. All right then. Yeah. Okay. I like that we. I come in with the two same names, and then yes. you put a different. I just type of fuck it up completely. Now uh, we've had a, a formal complaint. Nah, we've not <laughs> not really complained. We've had some really? feedback from one of the listeners. Okay. From one of the viewers, who um, he he doesn't like that we do the get the coffee. Get the coffee. Um, so I say, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Because we appreciate every one of our listeners and viewers. What he's concerned about is that there is is a little bit of dead air. Now, listening back, there is a little bit. So what I thought, Mm. um, while you're ordering the mochas, Mm. which he didn't know what mochas were either. They're mochaccinos, which is half coffee and half chocolate. Yes. Um, So what I thought I would do is some little poetry or a little uh, beatboxing. <laughs> Bit of a ballad. Some kind of sing-song. Okay. Yeah, just just in those that's, little moments. That's I, a nice idea. Sometimes I do, like, you're ordering, I'm like, okay, we're just uh, waiting. You know, well, yeah, those little quiet moments. narration. I don't yeah. think it's too long. I think he needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, I mean, that's the common term, dead air. Yeah. What's to say? I mean, we do live on Earth. It's full we of have air. died. Um, <laughs> I would say the air that you can hear is vibrant and alive. It is, And yeah. full of promise. And crisp. Yeah, yeah. crisp. Full of promise. <laughs> so it's like, what there could... was something in the air that Ah, yeah. But that's, that's a snippet of what... I couldn't the... think of any other words then. I was going to join in. Oh, I, no, I don't know anymore, but I think... That's Abba. That, is that that's Abba. Abba. Oh, is it? I thought... Yeah. I, I, I was conjuring a bit of Tom Jones. Oh, your favourite. Your favourite. Why, why, why? Oh, no, no, no. The other one. The one you always do. <laughs> what, you pussycat? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's yeah, the one. Yeah. that's the one. Oh. Sorry to everybody who actually enjoys Tom Jones and just Dim- was witness to its murdering. <laughs> no, I like that it. was dead air. See, that's the thing. My singing then yeah. was actually killing the air that no, I was I using. Was, I was full of crisp air and full of, what did you say, promise. <laughs> full of life and promise. American Idol, Australian Idol, here we come, mate. Yeah. Um, do, Going do you to obliterate when, the opposition. Uh, you probably don't. But you remember when, you know, uh, Prince has that song, Kit, or had that song, Kiss? Ah, uh, yeah, vaguely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I felt like I'm in a car with him. Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's very small, so he could be down my pants, but he's dead, so that would be necrophilia. There's that. Dead, dead air. air. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no. Uh, so Tom Jones, I think he was in the nineties, did um, <laughs> did uh, a cover of that song, Kiss. Ah, oh, right. And it was very much, yeah, over the top, like uh, <laughs> what was again. I love Tom Jones for that reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's. I think he's slept with a lot of women. Like, um, yeah. Oh, Simmons. What's his name? Uh, oh, Gene Simmons. Gene from Simmons. Kiss. That's it. Yeah. The kid. Yeah. He, he wrote a book once, Gene Simmons, and he said he slept with over three thousand women or something. Is that something to be proud of? It well, just sort of seems like I don't know, if you've it's... aimed at 3,000 as a figure. I don't think it's anything to gloat about. Like, Not really. It's like saying, I've, you know, I've got this many trophies kind of thing. Like, yeah, and that's that, right. And, and that would be fine if it was trophies. If it but, was trophies. But we're talking about women and yes. probably animals in his case. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't well, know. there's a I cat just, in Kiss, isn't issue. there? There's the cat. There's the... <laughs> yeah, the pussy, yeah. <laughs> the demon. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, coffees then. So, yeah, yeah. I'll do a bit of Mochaccino, coffee, half chocolate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's now, it's liquid chocolate because he thinks it's solid. He's from a region called Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, now he sounds like I've realised who he sounds like. This guy. Okay. Um, we are talking about one of our fans called Mark. Mark. And uh, he sounds like the guy in Juice Bigelow, the friend. Right. Um, he's also in Kong Island, Skull Island, Kong Island, Skull Island. No, it's it's Kong. Kong. Skull, Skull Island. Island. Oh, okay, yeah. You know the guy, he's got like fuzzy, curly hair. He was also in Step Brothers with Will, Will Farrell. Oh, so, yeah. You know what? I always forget his name. Yeah. And he was Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. cool. I actually I, quite like him. I like him too. And he sounds like our our, our viewer, right. uh, Matt. You reckon? Okay. He's got a similar sort of I tone. I wouldn't have thought that. I wonder if he's from the same region. Possibly. Maybe Blaston. you should ask him. Blaston. You know him quite well. The guy from Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. Ju- uh, not yeah. Boogie Nights. Not Juice Bigelow. Juice Bigelow was the character. Yeah. Man, we know these things normally, people. We just we get in <laughs> yeah. a car, we start talking to each other, and everything's out the door. I think what the people need to understand is we don't we haven't seen each other. Like we don't see each other much. We only no. see each other really on the podcast. So there's a level of excitement that yeah. we have that we're just so pleased get to, to witness this be excitement. with each other again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't witness that we're holding each other's thighs quite sort of. Intensely. I was going to say hands, but thighs is even better. <laughs> Just gripping each other's thighs. Yeah, not holding hands. Man. But like a vice grip though, really tight. Like really, like Which, and who's going to break first I would and struggle whinge? because I've got very ticklish like legs. <laughs> so I'll be constantly kicking away and fighting you. But you uh, like that anyway. I do me, like that. I like a bit me. of a struggle from, from my me. sexual partners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can tap this, my young friend. Thanks. My young Padawan. I lo- okay, so here we go. Dead air, but I will change that. I lost my arm in the army. I lost my leg in the navy. I lost my dick in a butcher's shop, and I found it in my gravy. Uh, it's still dead air. Just say hello, one. Like say hello. Oh God, no, it's because they're making you fucking wait. Um, what else have I got? Um, Scooby Doo, where are you? I'm in the loo doing a poo. How much have you done? Half an inch, but I still have more to do. Oh, I, I thought That's I was. Just, I thought I was just going to do, do one, you know but now you the pressure's on. Like I could have done. Yeah. Right Should I do it slower? Yeah, give one a go. <laughs> uh, what about... Do a song slowly, though. Uh, like, do a quick Fat song and slowly. skinny. Climbed a tree. Fat fell down the lavatory. Silly skinny. Pulled the chain. And fat was never seen again. Hi, could I please... We're ordering now, saying... Do, 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 Yes, please. Anything else? No, that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. No accent. That's okay. Well, let's say you did the Aussie accent. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, I hope everyone's happy with that. You know, I've been working on that one for a long time. Americans, well, I think not just Americans. Every time I hear someone do the Australian accent, it's really bad. Really bad. But that's probably how they hear us. Yeah, nah, you may. I always really over the... Like, Good day, all, mate. The, the one that always, what do you do? <laughs> How's it going? The one that always... Oh, hang on. No worries. Uh, yeah, pay pass is fine. Thank you. The one that always so comes to mind. Card, oh, no, go for it, man. Thank you very much. The Thank bad you. accent, bad Aussie accent in a movie that always Thank comes you. to mind is... Do you know what, what I'm thinking? Bad Aussie accent. In, oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, Tango and Cash. Oh, no, no. Oh. But that is a, that's a bad one as well. No, I was thinking Point Break at Bell's Actually, Beach. Actually, that's an English accent. Oh, yeah, it is too. But Point Break, Bell's Beach. Remember remember at the end when yeah, uh, the cop. Patrick Swayze... We'll get him when he comes yeah. back yeah. We'll get him when he comes back here. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is they had Phelpsy in that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. one of the surfers there. Was All roads the, lead to Rome, beach. mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phelpsy. Peter Phelps, we are uh, talking about there. Because he's been in tons of stuff, but we brought him up a yeah, few weeks ago. We did, yeah. A couple of episodes back. He's, I've got a poster of him on my wall, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's crutch cut out, <laughs> covered in spoons. To me, he's like the new The Goose from Mad Max. Oh, Steve yeah, yeah. Bisley. Yeah, he is Like, that he's that yeah. kind of guy. Well, is he still making stuff, though, Peter Phelps? I'm sure he's out there, mate. You yeah. know Phelpsy. Yeah, he's, he's, there. he's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's everywhere. <laughs> he'll show up in the next John Wick. He was... Uh, <laughs> did he get his star on E Street? Remember that show? That I'm really not sure. bad. I never actually watched E Street. No, me neither. I watched the, <laughs> I watched a little bit of Home and Away when I was younger for the bikini clad uh, oh, yeah. jiggy babes. Can you, can you just park and I'll ring quickly? No worries, thank you. Uh, That'd be uh, That's a long <laughs> yeah, but he had some interesting hair going on. You see that little fella? He did. Yeah, <laughs> it was straight out of 1993. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe the MC sleeping. Hammer. We got to break. Maybe the frozen make. coke machine like short circuited or something. The fro- did you get a frozen coke? No. Just saying, maybe that's what happened oh, to him. That's why. Oh, yeah. Short circuit. <laughs> yeah, and he's electrified. I, I figured out why there's dead air. Why? We're going to re exploit Nana. Oh, sorry, yeah. No, <laughs> sometimes I'm a bit. bit it's all good, off, mate. But yeah. How'd you go today? All right. With the silence then? Yeah. No, no, just, just in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did I do today? Four <laughs> jobs. I had four jobs today. And yeah. um, nice. the last one was uh, I'm a gardener, as you know, Warren, have been yeah. for quite a while now. <laughs> Um, Many years would have yeah. worked better, but you haven't been. So. <laughs> well, two years. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, was that many? No. A couple. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the last job was just a mowing job, just mowing grass, mm. and it was quite the slope. So, um, yeah, intense, intense. <laughs> <laughs> if someone tuned in, the, uh, like, oh, give that floor on the wall, podcast. They, they skip the start yeah, part. Yeah, oh, I don't in. know what they're saying. I can't understand the Australian accent. What's this gardening bit? And then just fucking zone out. Like, what? What? Is this what the pot? I thought it was going by the Instagram. You know, there's pictures of anal glands and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm listening to some fucker talk about mowing a garden. What's uh, what's lawn care called? What's it actually called? It's got a name. Turf, uh, turf care. war. <laughs> turf every war. day. It's yeah, a. I'm it's on a, the front line. It's an evil turf war every single I don't know, day of your life. It? I don't know. I'm sure it's got a name. I just call like golf a course. Gardener. You know, people that manage golf courses. What are they called? Golf course management. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to blow me away with some, you know, professional highbrow name that I've never heard of. <laughs> I got no idea, mate. Did you know that golf stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden? Because back in the day, really? when golf first came about, it was a gentleman's game, and women were forbidden. 
to play. Why did they have to think of something that could be said in one word like that? It's never been hyphenated, uh, like abbreviated in my nah, like, but I don't lifetime. Know. That's apparently where it's come from. Fucking but now lazy. I reckon the women lazy. should start their own league and call it Wolf. <laughs> That's women cool. only. I like that. Ladies. Yeah. Oh, Luke <laughs> forbidden. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, that's, that's us, us buddy. No, no, you're all right. No, no dramas at all. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. That's our, our pal. That's, that yeah, see, if we got him in the first place, we wouldn't have had to wait. Instead, yeah. we got bloody flat top you know, fucking braved, MC Hammer in there. You know, we probably would have braved an accent, you know? <laughs> if it was him. Oh, yeah. But then know, he you know. seems like the cocky kind of lad who would say to you, didn't you come through last week and you sounded Irish? This yeah. week you're Jamaican. What's you're going on? You're a smart ass, mate. <laughs> yeah. What's your problem? So where are we off tonight, big wads? I don't know. No idea. I'm just going to put that in there. So in answer Hope to our leak. listener's question, no, we're still going to get the coffees. We're still going to get the mockers. And you're going to be witness to it whether you like it or yeah, not. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. If you don't like it, you can always tune in to the other podcast I've got, which is talking about hippie free love and stuff. <laughs> is it really? Uh, What's that one called? <laughs> um, it's called... <laughs> <laughs> it's called the the hemp sessions. Right, the um, hemp sessions. Hemp that's sessions. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's I answered to the name of Mulbol. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, that actually sounds like a pretty good post yeah. podcast. I like that. Uh, uh, now where are we off to? I reckon that's where you got confused talking about lawn care and that. Like you've crossed over by accident. Grass, yeah. And you brought it to the fly on the wall when you really should have kept it in hemp sessions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know hemp is actually quite the commodity because you can make clothing out of hemp. You can make paper. Yeah. Um, that's all I know. That's well, actually, we I had a pair of shoes. Shoes? shoes? Uh, yeah, yeah, some years hemp ago. Sh- I remember those shoes. Adidas, or as some people call them. What are they called? Were they greeny sort of Adidas? Colour? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I remember yeah. them. Yeah. They were hemp. They were good fucking shoes. Oh, I like those Should've shoes. Should have hung on to them instead of wearing Crocs now. <laughs> Look at the excitement that that evoked. <laughs> right, and, um, so also, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, bamboo go. these days is, is used for a lot. Because bamboo pro- shoes would be uncomfortable though, because it'd be like you're a Viet Cong. I think you're visualising bamboo, bamboo in its purest <laughs> form. Whereas they actually make all sorts of uh, composite materials now out of bamboo. Remember those... Um, I noticed that I say member instead of remember. I've noticed that many times. Member, but yeah. I think I do that as well. But I also say, are you what? Sorry, I think I do that from time to time as well. That's because you want to be me, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, was, what word should I pick to, to uh, copy off? I also tonight? say it instead of isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? You don't have to make it sound pompous. Isn't it? Yeah, you just have to say isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah you're going, isn't it? In it, cunt. <laughs> uh, where was it going to go? Oh, oh yeah, so uncomfortable shoes. Remember those masseuse shoes that were oh. like, they, yeah, the little pinpricks, like put, like laying on a bed of nails, but on your feet. They were like tiny penises pushing yeah. into the <laughs> <laughs> They were. Yeah. Uh, they were doing like action man yeah. penises because they were that colour too. Micro dildo time. sandals, I think, yeah. was their full name. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, we got to put that in the title. <laughs> title: <laughs> Micro dildo sandals. sandals. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's gold. Cozy as those. Goldie. Yeah. I actually never wore them. I do remember. Nah, me neither. Perhaps it was my mum that had a pair, but I don't remember them getting much of a wear either. You never wore your mum's shoes. No, <laughs> I did. Used to wear UGG boots. Oh yeah, well, but that's say because say I was going to say underwear. <laughs> no, definitely not. I did used to wear her UGG boots because it made me look either like Astro Boy oh, or He Man. Cool. Oh yeah, I can see because, that. Because you yeah. know. Multi-use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you wear of your dad's? Big furry boots. No, uh, of dad's. What did I wear of dad's? Well, he used to have this pilot's hat, like a World War II pilot's oh, hat. Oh, that's cool. Has he still got it? Probably. Oh, cool. Um, you should so... wear it next time you pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. Maybe yeah, that'd be cool. And I'll wear my full Shackleton hat. Yeah. <laughs> it will be a the full Shackleton and Biggs. 
What's it? Tomlinson Biggs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Tomlinson that Biggs and the Bull Shackleton. <laughs> <laughs> Two new characters for the podcast. <laughs> Tally, Bally, Maybe they should make an appearance in the uh, post Apoch saga. That'd be a bit of Shackleton. a Shackleton. Yeah, be a bit of a uh, change of direction. One. <laughs> <laughs> I actually see him as uh, like really easy going. Yeah, solid in a crisis. Yeah, but really easy going. Yeah. Hey, Jensen, and he still wears his talking medals. a slight Irish accent, but uh, like, sort of uh, pleasant. I don't see that. Well, he was born. I think he was born in Ireland. I see Shackles. a bit more of a grizzled kind of guy. Like, what did you see? Like an old boy? Vietnam vet. Sort oh, of thing, right. You okay. know, he's got yeah. no legs or arms. Okay. Chuck him into water. He's a lot of Bob. He's a lot of. He's a lot of good when it comes to going on an Arctic expedition. Yeah. Hey, mate, do you want to uh, go in the sled again, boss? <laughs> Well, that's my only fucking choice, boys. He's got to push for him around the whole time. <laughs> um, look, speaking of uh, Arctic and exploration yeah. and rocks, right. um, Rock of Ages, Warren. Wow. Yeah. See <laughs> what I did there? That was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I've, it felt like it missed one yeah, step. Yeah, missed, missed the big but step. But yeah, Rock of Ages. Mm. Well, there was a golden age of exploration as well. Was it? Well, that's what it was the early age. 1900s. Yeah. Or late 1800s. Well, it was the early 20th century, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a... What's he doing? He well, golden age of Arctic exploration. Oh, uh, okay. Polar exploration. Why is that Just to try and segue it in. Just... Uh, because that was the drive that was on. It was the last frontier that had sort of not been beaten yet. So people had crossed Africa, oh, crossed okay. Australia, okay, yeah. um, traversed South America, done all of the, the sea passages there. Right. Um, and so by the early 20th century... That last great two, um, you know, ends of the earth oh, were, okay. were the last things to really be reached and, and beaten. So there was a bit of a race on for so both. I know that all I, I don't know too much about. I know you do though, but mm. Shackleton just missed out, didn't he? Well, uh, he actually made like it eight, uh, within about a couple of miles, like eighty-seven miles of the of the pole, which. I thought it's, it was even closer than that. Uh, no, no. What, but oh. I mean, it's very close. Yeah, it's close after compared the to the thousands of miles. Yeah, yeah. So, but he made a choice to turn around because he knew that if they actually completed it and then turned around, they'd all die. So, was this before you could get a chopper there? <laughs> Look, probably a couple of years. Maybe it was just a choice. Um, so, who who did actually? Who was the winner? Uh, uh, Amundsen. Munson, a Munson, a Munson. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, Norwegian. That's a name you'll forget, isn't it? Like Shackleton has got a real kind of ring to it. It does. A, it does. I couldn't even pronounce it. Well, I'm sure it it's first. not forgotten in Norway, Munson. though. Munster. I'm sure it's not forgotten in the Mun- Norway. He's one of the Munsters. <laughs> <laughs> Herman Munster. But his his whole uh, theory and attitude to it was very different to the English. And so you had Captain Scott, uh, Robert Falcon Scott. Who was trying? Robert Falcon. Scott. Robert Falcon. That's Scott. a fucking hero name. If that's I've right. Well, they made him into a massive Robert hero. Falcon Scott. Uh, but his his party perished, oh, and they made yeah. it to the pole. Uh, they didn't realise yeah. um, that it had already been because it was in the same time frame. Like, and Amundsen had already been and almost returned to yep. a different landing point. Uh, by the time Scott made it, and they got there and found a tent and a, and a flag. Oh, okay. That's Imagine how crushing wow. that would be. Yeah. Um, and they Pretty died on the way back. Funny how they call it a party. It sort of conjures up them doing like a Congo line <laughs> on the way. Da, 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 da. Hey, da, da, Come on, lads, let's celebrate hey. together! 
bag Push pineapple, shake a tree Did you have that song here in Australia? Yes, we did That I, was like a staple I diet I've had that for years Yeah, it was like a staple diet for it We used to have a few fair few parties at home When I was a kid with mum and dad Yeah And that was like that and the nut bush mm. You know, uh, there was a couple of others But yeah, that those two really stand out For some out. reason uh, Flashing back on a song when I was a kid There's probably two that I remember Yep um, Before I probably started liking music as a thing yeah and that was um i'm not sure if it was actually banana rama doing it that um na 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 banana rama was it i don't know anyway it doesn't yeah. matter um but there was a clip that i remember watching on tv where it's like they're all dressed as like fruit and stuff running around i don't know it's like all sped up slightly i think uh, i feel like i'm confusing things but that's yeah, my memory i am confused it. but i'm i'm in I'll, I'll have that as my homework to find the song that you're okay. referring to all somehow. Right. <laughs> that's great i'm happy with that i mean the other one was the it was a Walk like an Egyptian. No. that was another one <laughs> it was a, like a, a cover was it using gary glitters um, Jesus. No, no, but it was a song about Doctor Who. It was Doctor Who. Rock and roll. Yeah, hey, but it was done Doctor rock Who. Rock and roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, police cars tearing around like a quarry, smashing into these makeshift Daleks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it oh, was Doctor that Who. That sounds familiar, yeah, that's cool. Hey! Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And that was cool, because that's that was a much better song than the rock and roll. Gary Glitter's a pedo. Yeah, yeah, which is a real is. like. Well, I mean, he does like the, donuts on yeah. his dick. <laughs> it's a shame for the children, obviously. It but is. Um, I used to quite when I was younger, anyway, quite enjoy his music, and that was a that I'm was sure another staple. Did. Dad would always put that on, but then obviously yeah. he refused to after that. Of course, but uh, yes. Uh, okay, so going back to rocks, but before we get yeah, to yeah, rock yeah. of ages, I've just had my memory jogged okay. by uh, Doco that me and the whole family, except for the eldest daughter, right? Uh, so me and my two young daughters and my wife watched on the weekend okay. called The Dawn War. On Netflix, have you watched that? The Dawn Wall. It's about this kid. No. Well, not kid. He's our age, but uh, a guy called Tommy, who basically obsessed to climb the climb the um, the hardest uh, peak uh, in the Yos- is it Yosemite? Yeah, Yosemite. Yeah. Uh, Rangers, Rangers or National, yeah, National yeah, Park, like yeah. But um, <laughs> American people, please get in <laughs> yeah, touch. Correct us. Let us know what geography um, is. But he, his dad. Uh, picked up on the fact that his son was kind of scrawny and not too smart at school so whereas his dad was like a muscle building you know like competing rock climbing real hit man's man type thing so he took him under his wing and from the age of six he got him out there climbing cliffs and stuff like that and the kid just skyrocketed like he just loved it and he he climbed (laughs) and he went into a competition when he was 15 years old and he beat all the professionals and everyone was like what the fuck but anyway he became like obsessed and all this kind of stuff but then when he was like about 20 years old he and his girlfriend were in Kazakhstan and they got captured by uh, rebels, right? Um, and then the, is it the Kurds? Is that what you call the them? Kurds, Kurdish army, maybe. Kurd, Kurdish or the Kazakh army? Kurdistan. Oh no, the one next well, to Kazakhstan. Kurd, well, there's Kurdish. a few. There's two Medikstan, and there's like Kurd, no. It began with Kurd. K. K. U. R. I think Kurd, Kurdish. Yeah, Kurdistan. Kurdish for I don't Kurdistan. know. Um, but yeah, they got captured, yep. and then um, they were with them for like a week, and yep. then they the rebels split up, and they just were left down to one rebel. They were walking along this sort of um, cliff face, and then Tommy just thought, we've got to do something. So he threw the rebel off the cliff, Ooh. and it really affected him. Like, it really, you know, you could see it sort of changed his life. Yeah, yeah. But he sort of became a man 
possessed and he just like kept pushing himself to the limits. One day he was out in the garden and he was building something and out of bandsaw cut his finger off and your wow. his index finger. And that's uh, oh yeah. Something's just popped up. Oh, okay. Um didn't that's right. No, it didn't stop, no. keep going. Um yeah, and uh, that, and it was his index finger on his left hand, right. and you need that index finger for rock climbing, very much so. Okay. Um, but it didn't stop him. He just kept going and kept uh, like training his other fingers to work harder and all that kind of thing. Wow. And yeah, and the whole thing was about him and this other dude who um, were climbing a section of the wall. It was basically a straight wall. Um, and yeah, they, they did it. They, it took them uh, nearly two weeks, I think, and it was actually two weeks of climbing. Two weeks of well, they kept stopping because they, they would, and, and that's the thing, they would camp on the that's side what I mean, of yeah. the cliff. Okay, so they they're doing that thing where they hang. Just hangs, yeah, oh, so gosh. bizarre. But yeah, okay, that's they're all insane. strapped in and stuff. But yeah. they got you can see that they're quite natural with it, the way they live there. Um, I've seen uh, those setups like online and whatever where mm. they they are camping on the side of a, a, a cliff face. Yeah, pretty cool. You it's have awesome. balls of steel, obviously, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, they did it, and what was nice? Although is that, that would make them quite heavy, I'd imagine. That, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what was nice is that his his climbing partner. Yeah. There was one section that um, um, of the whole climb that was basically going uh, horizontally, and right. Tommy did it pretty much on the second attempt. Yeah. The main guy, but his friend kept at the same spot, just kept falling, just kept like oh, slipping and losing. Yeah, his, his losing it. Yeah. And he kept trying for days. And Tommy, they sort of decided that Tommy would keep going. Right. So he'd keep going, then he'd get further and further, then he'd come back down to base, like to where they were camped on the side of the wall. Okay. And then one day, and then he got, Tommy got to this certain point called the Wino Ledge or something like that. Yeah. And he couldn't believe that he was there. And he wasn't too far away from the peak, but he went, he thought, no, fuck this. I came to climb it with my friend. So he went back down and yeah. he just supported his friend. He said, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, it we're going to do this together. That's and awesome. I thought that was really good. He could have quite easily have just gone ahead and claimed the fame. Yeah. But he was like, no, no, that's not what it's about. That's it's about awesome. whatever, however long it takes. There's no pressure. Well, there's no nothing. It's just me and you climbing. Let's do it. I must admit, I mean, I've, I've had nothing like that kind of scale to, uh, to celebrate, I suppose. But yeah. I think a victory shared is kind of like a bigger victory, isn't it? Oh, that's right, Because yeah. of that For shared sure. excitement, that yeah. shared feeling. You can look at each other and you understand that moment. I feel like a victory for us was getting the 666 listens that you... Yeah, that I said that's on the I podcast. That was cool. The devil joined us the other night, <laughs> yeah. everybody. <laughs> Say hallelujah. Um, yeah, no. It was, I, I feel... Is that that uh, Eurobeat song? Yeah. Sing hallelujah. Sing, sing hallelujah. Sing it. Yeah. There's like, I've got like this jukebox in my head. Mm. And there's probably about... Probably about 30 random songs from all different genres yeah. and different times, uh, you know, eras and stuff like that. And it's just... It's the on soundtrack this constant, of your life. Well, it's on a constant yeah. loop. Like, it's not like I just pulled that out of nowhere. That's no. one I've sang in the last few months, <laughs> just driving around. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know why, but it just, yeah, it's just there. And you ask the kids and they'll go, yeah, Dad, like, it will sing this one, <laughs> this one, this one. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd be curious to get the full playlist. Yeah, but yeah. there's also ads in there. Oh yeah, our old ads like the Doors Plus ads. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Doors Plus, no fuss. I actually I do know. the ads. I yeah, do the ads. Yeah, yeah. And the Tile Mart one, getting it right from the start. You can't do better than Tile Mart. That's what I didn't uh, remember. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. My brain is crazy. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Rock of Ages, Warren. My eldest daughter, uh, she her name's Kiralee. I'm happy to say that. Um, said it before. 
she'll be happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear um, it too. Thanks. <laughs> it's a quite unique name. It is. It's a lovely I love name. Um, don't love her though. I love the name. Okay. But I, no. <laughs> Nah, I love it's good her. to clear that up internationally. <laughs> she uh, she was, and my heart's bursting with pride. Yes. She was the lead star, which is Sherry, one of the lead stars, um, in the theatre production, uh, Rock of Ages. Now, it was through the school, but as I've been saying to people, when you say a school production, people sort of think yeah. uh, like a small shitty stage, some balloons, and some kids, sort of some stuff, kids yeah. dressed up as trees. Yeah. You know? nah. <laughs> And it's nothing this, like that. Yeah. It's, it's as, you, as you saw for yourself on I the matinee session. Uh, Which I kind of like that I did that now. The matinee session. call it the matinee Yeah, session. it's kind of yeah. fancy pants. Yeah. yeah. I wonder where the word matinee sounds French, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. They would be like somebody to do it, you know, in the afternoon at some time as well. Yeah, yeah. Would lazy, you like to have matinee snacks with me? fucking French. <laughs> have a baguette. And some sex night. We want to make love all night, yes. <laughs> we got to have dinner later. <laughs> so let's do it now, huh? <laughs> sort of like Hispanic French, I Yeah, think. no, I like him. Yeah. I like him. Born in, born in uh, where, where, El Salvador, let's say. I think his name's Jacques. Yeah, but grew up. We're French parents, French explorer, yeah. explorers, actually. They're French yeah. explorers. French explorers. Found themselves in El Salvador yeah. looking for the lost mines of the golden sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> Sphincter. I like that. It's, it's like the Sphinx, but it's a little yeah. shittier. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot tighter squeeze to get in there. Uh. And the thing is, I just had a visual of the Raiders of the Lost Ark with that giant ball rolling oh, yeah. down the tube. Yeah. Except for this is That's, more like oval shaped yeah. and lumpy and brown. And it slides. Yeah. The giant gold but Sphincter. I, I feel like I'd be more scared of that than a giant oh, rock ball. Definitely. Oh. Definitely. Um, yeah, anyway. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, did the production. She, yeah. Um, yeah, so she was the lead star, Sherry, and now, let me tell you, Warren, this yeah. has been a goal of hers to, to make it to the lead role for quite a while, yes. since her whole whole high school career so far. Yep. Um, and I, I, from, like, so she went to this school, it's a particular school that um, studies drama and uh, acting and all that kind of thing, music as well, and... Uh, Right from the word go, I knew that what she wanted. I obviously know her very well, <laughs> and I knew that she wanted to be the star. She wanted yeah. to have that feeling of like, you know, singing and lights on her. And yeah. so I, I, I didn't push her, but I encouraged her to um, to always go for the lead role. And she saw. The, I remember the first time I said it to her, she looked at me like, "But I can't because everyone else is better than me." And I said, "If you always think that, then they always will be better than you." Now I'm not, you know, like, you don't teach your kids to love themselves, but yeah. I think I'm a firm believer you teach your kids to go out there and give it their all, and shy people miss out. But but um, only if they, only if you see that in them. Of course, nothing wrong with having a that's shy right. kid. That's right. I mean, if you if you don't want to do that, then that's yeah, understandable. Yeah, yeah, of course. Too. If you can tell your, your your kids not into that, then that's fine. But yeah. I, I I knew that that's what she wanted, but I knew she just needed that little bit of a boost. So um, yeah, so she so, so to her credit, she she auditioned uh, in year seven, year eight. Year nine, year ten, always yeah. for the lead role, and always got ensemble. Yeah. Um, and she was always happy with that. That's why I always admired is that she was like, "Well, okay, if I'm in the background miming conversation, I'm then gonna, I'm going to do it the best I'm I can." I'm going to mime the shit out of that yeah. conversation. <laughs> that's yeah, right. yeah. I, I can agree with that. I yeah, think that's awesome. And she gave it her all every time. But then, uh, yeah, but then this early this year, she was told that she got the lead role, and she was beside herself. She was so so excited and all that kind of stuff. So, and she did an amazing job. I went to two really of the shows did. on the Wednesday, or me and me and my family did on the Wednesday and the Friday. <coughs> and on the first night in particular, uh, my emotions were a roller coaster. I uh, I. 
I take it back to when she was first born. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and when like like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with crying, of course, but I wouldn't say I'm a big crier. Um, but it's funny when emotions just take over. They don't care what you want. They just go, no, your eyes are filling with tears and they're going to stream down your cheeks because you're yeah. so proud. Yeah. And, and you're a captive audience, really. Where are you going? You need to watch your daughter's yeah. performance. So that's right. Yeah. You're going to sit there. And I, on the first night, I just stared at her, like at yeah. her face and was listening to everything she was singing and saying and all that kind of stuff. And it was just... And I was the... I When at the end of the show, I stood up <laughs> before anyone else yeah. for quite a while. Down, a good yeah. probably few minutes standing there clapping my ass off um, and then eventually everyone else joined in <laughs> they're like we better we better humour this guy yeah, he's going to yeah. stand there all night otherwise but she was amazing it she, was actually worth she nailed every note of every song and yeah, she I, really did actually yeah I was really impressed and I was particularly impressed by some of the harmonies oh yeah uh, that they did because it can be an intimidating prospect to perform that live yeah You've got a huge audience in front of you, and that's right. There's, it only takes a little slip up, and it, you can lose your focus. Well, I could tell. So I have to say that, that it was supremely uh, confident and on point. Like, yeah, she'll awesome. appreciate that. Yeah. But um, on the Wednesday, so that was the opening night. Yes. I could tell. I not so much nerves, well, but I I yeah. could see that she was a little bit more reserved yeah. like she was, wasn't was quite comfortable in her skin yet but I I, I noticed that because I know her so well I don't think many others would have seen that you know what I mean but, but by the Friday so she did Simon though Why? oh yeah but she did yeah. Wednesday, Thursday and then the Friday we saw her again yeah. and it was like seeing a different show with her like she just looked so happy she nailed it even more all the notes and all that kind of stuff and yeah. she just looked like she was having fun up there so it was oh, it was amazing and then to see everyone going down like when the show finished to see everyone going down to her and giving her a hug and all her and the nice thing as well all her because um, she's in year 11 so all the year 12s that she's always looked up to um, she was acting with them and yeah and then so they were all like patting her on the back Look and giving her hugs her, and, yeah. and praising her yeah so it was oh it was so good so proud well all I can say is mate firstly she looked beautiful yeah she did yeah she did. and uh, she certainly held the focus you know yeah that's as right the, as Sherry yeah and but yeah, I think the whole thing, like you said at the start, the production itself was at a, a, a really high level. It was. And you had to appreciate every single one of the roles that were within that story. And I reckon some of the casting was just so it was spot, spot on. on. Yeah, spot you on. You just go, wow, <laughs> they, they did a really good job there. How did they choose that person? And I think you're probably going to bring it up anyway. The boys. Yeah, or the boy. Which the one? main one, the Jew. Oh yeah, the, um, oh, the, oh, Franz. Yeah, Franz. Yeah, so he was he was golden. There was a character on was for great. the viewers at home. There was a character on there, a uh, little German boy called Franz, and he. I, I went up to him after the show uh, because I said, "Look, obviously, Kiralee my, is my daughter. She was the star of the show." I said, "But mate, you're a close second. He was oh, he was oh. awesome. He was very flamboyant. Came across as quite." Um, quite gay yeah. but then at the end when everyone all the other actors were like part of the show were like yeah. oh, aren't you gay man and they were like he was like no I'm not gay I'm German I'm just German <laughs> but there was a great part where they ripped his clothes off and oh, he had that yeah. skin tight lycra oh, on how good was and that? did a little number mm. but honestly he was so well cast but um, he was perfect yeah yeah but the band who were playing the the stuff live the band were great all of the incidental yeah. stuff the background music considering there's like like you know the guitarist guy that came yeah. out the player I think he's in like year 8 year 9 you well know? you can so, tell that they were all oh, ages yeah. but 
I honestly was so impressed with it. And yeah. the fact that, um, yeah, the whole show was just tied together so well. So yeah. I had a really great time. Unfortunately, oh, I did good. miss the very end, like I told you. How much you. do you reckon you missed, roughly? 10, um, 15 minutes? Or? Yeah, probably, at most. Okay. At okay. most. Okay. But I took my, you my saw youngest... You the main bits, though, which I is... I took my youngest daughter, yep. because she was actually going to be the one that focused. I know that sounds strange. Yeah. And she did it. She actually was really great. Okay. If they didn't have an intermission... I reckon oh, we would have been okay. fine. Yeah, she got a bit restless after that. Well, she loosened up. She's like, great, here we go. I can uh, run up and down okay, the aisle. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when it came down to sit down again, that's yeah. where we, we hit trouble. Uh, okay. But, okay. but I had a great time and, and really, really loved it. Oh, it's so, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Congratulations, Kira Lee. And you, you did and an we just, we just Very found, proud of you. Thanks, mate. Um, and we just found out in the last few days that my middle daughter... 11 year old she got into the same high school so she auditioned she's more of a dancer and she auditioned a couple of months ago and she's got into the same school so next year she'll be in high school um, and she'll be doing all the same sort of stuff well congratulations bro (laughs) and the little one she uh, yeah she loves her singing and dancing and all that kind of stuff too but we feel she's actually leaning more towards sports okay she really wants to get into basketball so that's kind of cool too that's awesome Kids, hey? Oh, bless them. They're wonderful, them. wonderful, wonderful they things. They are. They drive me nuts sometimes, but that's what they That's what. Well, as you can tell, you probably hear the effects of having children on, <laughs> on the airwaves. <laughs> this yeah. is our vent space. We that's right. We do a <laughs> right. podcast just to get it all off our chest. Yeah. Another way I like to vent yeah. or let loose and unwind and relax yeah. is watching English comedies, Warren. That was good, mate. <laughs> that was, that a, was a good one. That was a better one. <laughs> I'll <laughs> give you that. That one's 100 points. <laughs> yes, uh, sorry, British just com- swigging on my, my British mocha. comedies. Is that what you said? You I think British, British yeah. Because yeah. look, uh, nothing, nothing against, quite like it. Nothing against every other nation. Yeah, but <laughs> British do it the best. <laughs> now I've yeah. got it. There's a couple of America. Like I, I quite like Seinfeld. Um, when I was younger, I quite liked Married with Children, but that was more for the boobs and bumps yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. I always had a crush on Peggy. Yeah, I everyone used to go. All my mates would go on about. Christine Applegate, yeah, of Kelly, the daughter. Yeah. But I and I'd go, I'd play along. Like, yeah, yeah. But like secretly, yeah. I was thinking, oh, no, Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, she was the bomb. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, and of course, Australians had a few uh, comedy things, have they? Yeah, they have. They have. They've done have. some. Oh, co- uh, comedy. No. Oh, what was that one with um, Colin Carpenter? Colin. Colin Carpenter. What was that? The comedy. Comedy. And there was Mother and Son. Yeah. Oh, the oh, comedy mother. company. Comedy there was company, a comedy company, it, there yeah. was Fast Forward, there was Full Frontal. Yeah, they were so good. So they're sketch, the skits, yeah, the sketch, sketch shows. And, uh, yeah, they're good. And I mean, uh, speaking of Eric Banner from earlier, yeah. he actually had his start on Fast Forward, yeah. Fast Forward, yeah, doing a right. couple of different characters Wait up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, yeah, Ma- Mary, uh, so what did you just say? Mother, one, mother and oh, son. Oh, mother and son, yeah. Because I, I started watching that when I was in England, and I always thought right. it was an English show. Because you know how, how Maggie is quite well-spoken, yeah. uh, the mum. It um, is a little bit. I think the setting itself, it's a little bit more like an English. Yeah, show. maybe, maybe it was because that was the influence. I it's suppose. a bit like one foot in the grave. Oh, and things one like foot that, in the grave. That. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Do you know? Um, I've got his name now, but the guy from Monty Python did the opening song with the keyboards and stuff like that for okay. one. One foot in the grave. <laughs> that was him singing. Wasn't Eric Idle? Was it? I was. Yeah. Yeah, it was Eric yeah. Idle. Yeah. Not John. No, he, not he did the. Always look on yeah, the see, yeah. side <laughs> yeah, of that's life. It. That's the man. 
Yeah, I had to join in. You're just humouring me. Oh, did you whistle too? Yeah, I whistled. Mate, too. I was in a world of my own. Yeah, no, it's a great. That's a. I, I, <laughs> see, Monty Python's one of those ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go right back to where it all began. Right back. <laughs> well, actually, if you want to go right, hang on. Uh, Monty Python. Open all hours. Was that? that might Open be. all hours was. Was that yeah. before Monty Python or just after? It's all in the golden age of comedy. Oh, Speaking well. of exploration <laughs> and everything, yeah, was. I think the seventies really gave rise to some of those great oh, comedy classics. And what I, what I, I think what yeah, I've always... Open All Hours was great. I know I'm biased. Steptoe and Sun. Oh, Steptoe and Sun. See, Steptoe and Sun was black and white when I first started watching yeah. it. Yeah. Not that I was watching the reruns of it. <laughs> I'm not that old. But I loved Steptoe and Sun right off the mark. Um, yeah. There was another fella called Alf Garnet who was a grumpy old man. I can't remember what the show was called, though, right. but I used to be giggling with him because he was just really nasty and hated oh, everyone right. um, <clears throat> but but so I, I guess I grew up on English comedies uh, when I was living in England and then moving over here and still listening to them as well yeah. but um, I think the one that stands out to me when I was very young was The Young Ones did, right. you, did you get into that? I actually never watched a lot of The Young Ones. Oh, man. it's. Yeah. I liked it when I did watch it, but uh, it was not one of those regular watched uh, shows in our place. Oh, okay. Well, I reckon it still stands the test of time. I still find myself giggling to it now. Yeah. And that's with the, the late, great Rick Mayle and his friend Adrian Ed- Edmondson. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the, the guy. guy. <laughs> no, nah, the guy played Neil was really good, but the, yeah, the straight was. man was Mike, and I never laughed at anything he ever did. But I suppose you kind of have to... Not but that was to, catering for people who liked that kind of thing too. It was very dry wits. You, yeah. yeah, you like the dry person too because it sort of channels a different angle yeah. from it. Yeah. So you've got the insane people like Rick Mayo <laughs> yeah. is insane. Yeah, and so was Adrian, Adrian Emerson. So was Adrian is in a different way, he's insane. Yeah. 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 yeah, and and then you've got the slightly more dry, quirky characters in the other two. It was really, um, I, I used to love how they, they took the piss out of Neil all the time, the hippie. Yeah. And like he was always making <laughs> lentils and they just throw it on the ground and <laughs> throw it at him and it was and it was quite slapstick as well but I, even as a kid I remember not like I liked all the slapstick stuff I remember one episode where Vivian um, he was studying to be a doctor yeah. and he came home with a leg and he like strapped it to the front of his car and all that kind of stuff um, but but there was there was one aspect of the show that I didn't like was they had puppetry that they'd like suddenly zoom into a couple of rats oh, right. and they'd be talking to each other and then Vivian would stomp on one of them and the other one would you like you didn't like that no, even as a little kid, I was I quite like, "I like the idea." That's it was a good idea because then he'd, he'd also zoom in like at a mouldy tomato, and the tomato would say something. Right, and it was it was quirky, <laughs> but I don't know. It just sort of left me a bit cold, I suppose. But um, but I also uh, featured a band like of the times. I think Madness. Um, played one time and I think UB40 might have even done a gig on the show wow so um, yeah you know what I really didn't watch it in much because oh, okay. I don't know many of those little points about it well it was co-written by Ben Elton right who's a great stand-up comedian and a great writer and he also obviously did one of our favourites Blackadder oh I was just waiting for the chance to talk about Blackout. Well, I've uh, been re- revisiting them once again <laughs> um, over the last uh, few day or last week, and I actually watched the episode. I said it earlier, Tally Ballyho. Oh. I actually watched the episode today, the yeah. twenty, the twenty minutes. Um, With Lord Flashheart, oh, Rick Mayo. How good is he? He's great. He, he he takes that role and shoves it up everyone's ass. He doesn't he doesn't make the show, but I'm almost like. Wanting him to be in every episode, but I yeah. think it would take away from the rest. That's too the much. point. Yeah, his yeah. impact is <coughs> the, the 
best part of that episode. Yeah. And you look forward to that episode for that reason. Yeah. The others are Rick good Mail for again, other obviously. Things. Brilliant. Yeah. Just brilliant. But, but oh, Blackadder. I mean, I really, it comes down to Goes Forth. Yeah. Blackadder Goes Forth, which is the fourth iteration the series. of the series. Yeah. And the wonderful thing with Blackadder was you could shift the time zone and create a whole different backdrop yeah, to right. use the same character dynamics that, or similar character dynamics that they had in the other series and give it a, but a whole different flavour. Yeah, and that was the, the, the wonderful thing about the show. And I loved how it was always the, the regular handful of, of actors. Yes. Uh, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Um, Tim McKinney, the one who was Darling. Yep. Darling. Tim McKinney, yeah. McKinney, that's it. I yep. can't remember the guy that became oh, House. Oh, I was just trying to work out Baldrick. And Baldrick as well. Yeah. yeah. Actually, funny story about Baldrick. Um, when my dad was a young man, um, he actually Hugh res- Laurie too sorry. Hugh Laurie that's it yep. um, yeah my dad actually resembled Paul McCartney a little bit yeah I don't know if he modelled himself on him as such I don't think I'm actually pretty sure he wouldn't have but he's more of a Rolling <laughs> Stones he's more of a man. Stones man. Um, <laughs> but yeah. he did have a he had sort of the chubby cheeks and a sort of a cheeky look about him he had the jet black hair and longer and all that kind of stuff and there's a photo of him where he's sitting at the back of my nan and granddad's house I think and he's got like a black suit white shirt and a really thin black tie oh yeah and he does there's something about him we and goes, he used to sing she loves you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he did yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah so anyway so a lot of people would say oh you look a bit like uh, Paul McCartney yeah it, it was clearly a badge of honour that he would wear and feel yeah. quite good about it and then people would say oh you remind you go yeah Paul McCartney I think is the, is the, <laughs> and the name yeah. you're looking for yeah. anyway a few years ago <coughs> I can't remember how the story exactly goes but I know, I know the, the general gist of it yep. but a few years ago he was talking to someone and they go you you really remind me so dad's uh, in his 60s now but they're going <laughs> You really remind me of someone. And Dad's sort of I'm smirking, waiting. going, thinking, yeah, okay. And he goes, yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it. And Dad said, oh, God. Uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, Baldrick. Yeah, Baldrick no. from, oh. <laughs> from Tony Blackout. Robinson. Tony Robinson, there we that's go. it. Yeah, yeah. Back. Actually, Tony Robinson did a great series of battle, the Battlefield ones. Did you watch that? The um, oh, what was No, it? but he's done those um, those basically digging up history kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I'm show thinking about, quite a, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, he, and they go through a historical site. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good. And do you remember years ago he did the kids' show about when the frogs? When he just tells the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, the music was really cool on that, and he did all yeah. the action. It was kind of like how Rick Mayo did the Grim Tales. Yeah, and he sat on that chair with legs. Yeah, and he was very animated legs. and all yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Blackadder goes forth like you. It's definitely, a definitive series. Definitely my favourite. For still, anyone overseas who hasn't, you know, heard of that or watched that, oh, mate. do yourself a favour. Yeah, go get all four seasons, series. All four. And of the series and uh, watch them back But to you back. know what? Persevere. But don't watch the first one and nah, decide that that's what the rest of the actually. I'd go I backwards. I would too. Start with four, then three, yeah. then two, then one. Four is um, the most accessible. And they're still, and Dad's the same actually, still the very last episode oh. of Blackadder Goes Forth, because this is set in World War One, people, so it's trench warfare, it's the British Army. Yeah. Um, yeah, the actual episode is called Goodbye. Yeah. And when they, yeah, when they finally go, because the whole thing, he's obviously trying to avoid going over the over top. Over the top, into yeah. Dead, into no man's land, getting yep. machine gunned. So it's got that kind of, even though you're laughing all the way, it's got that still that underlying tone, of that sombre tone of like, fuck, these guys are Ultimately, up against Ultimately, they never know when they'll be sent. Yeah. yeah. 
and you kind of think you would try and get out of it in a way but yeah. I suppose if that's what you got to do that's what you're there to do you know but but that last episode when they charge over the top of they finally there's no way of getting out of it they charge over the top of the the trench and then it just they, you, there's that last shot of them all together charging yeah and then it fades out and goes to the poppy field that's still I still get a lump in my throat when I watch yeah. that one it's I pretty think, full on I think what they did there was very subtle but it was also very poignant yeah, it was. and what it ultimately did was through all of the other mischief that they caused through yeah. the show itself, that was like a, a last salute of respect, yeah, I think, to the people that fought and died in World War One. And, and I don't know, it, it didn't lose any of its comedy element, but nah, like nah. you said, that little that last particular moment, scene, that last lingering moment, yeah. gives you the impression that you're left with yeah. of, of the show and the respect they have. So and I think, it was perfect. I think that's where comedy can be really clever. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're, you're having a laugh all the whole time, but if it's got something sort of a bit more real going through it... Yeah. And I think that's where... Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to have a go at the Americans. And maybe I haven't seen enough of the American sitcom stuff. But, but that's where I feel... I feel like the American comedy is very formulaic. Is that the right word, if I said it right? Yeah, yeah, formulaic. You know, like, it's kind of... It is funny. Like, I love Seinfeld because it's it sort of broke the, the rules a little bit. But I don't know. I still feel like you know what's going to happen. You know there's going to be a good result, you know? Whereas the English comedy is just... There's something grittier about it. Even, like, um, say, uh, Ricky Gervais's Derek. So, have yeah. you seen that? Uh, no, actually, I haven't seen Derek. So it's where he plays the uh, a gentleman with um, he's mentally disabled, right. um, and he's in the, he he works or he helps out at a, a, an old people's home. Yeah, and it's just it, there's comedy gold all the way through, but it's also laced with some sad things as well. Like yeah. sad things happen, like people die, and Derek gets upset, and he's like, "Oh, another one. I don't want anyone to go," you know, and things. So it's 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 a bit more real for me, I think, and I think that's what because some of my favourite forms of comedy are the observational comedy, just laughing at people, laughing yes. at who we are and how we are and how we go about our business and all that kind of thing. And some some great comedians out there do some some a lot of observational comedy, and I think laughing at yourself and laughing at how we behave as people as a race as a species <laughs> um, is some of the best stuff so so with that comes good things bad things sad things all sorts of stuff you know that's well, my speech that's beautiful mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm moved to tears um, I'm visualising poppies right now <laughs> no, no, I, uh, but yeah I think once you've talked about Black I'm done no no I think uh, but to get back to some you know naming off some of our, our top ones um, yeah We've also got things like the IT crowd. Oh man, which the is IT the more crowd. contemporary uh, yeah, show. That is, but really, again, something that was so nicely cast. Yeah, they picked the right group of people <laughs> to portray the main characters. Yeah, you've got Moss, Roy, and Jen. Jen, yeah, and the dynamic between the three of them, and then some of the outside characters, of oh, course, like yeah. Douglas, Douglas, the boss, and what was the dad's name? Denim. Denim, yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, brilliant. Just brilliant. And uh, Stress! I want to talk about <laughs> stress! Are you stressed? <laughs> it was an odd show. Yeah. And the, uh, the best thing, and this was something I, I wouldn't say it was there's a direct parallel with The Goodies, for example. That was another one I was going to bring oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those shows where it starts off and it's a fairly, you know, it's not a standard story, but it's a fairly everyday situation. Yeah. But by the end... 
something completely off the planet oh, yeah. has taken place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you just go, wow, that yeah. uh, that escalated quickly. Like when and they, it gets a bit mad. Like when they found Richmond living in the server. Yeah, in the room. Where the, <laughs> <laughs> that was such an odd moment. And I love how Richmond became Richmond because he discovered Cradle of Filth, yeah. the bands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. that's good. <laughs> we actually, because uh, we we as a family love that show and watched it yeah. a number of times now. And when Willow, uh, my youngest daughter, she was two years old, we used to get her to, remember when Douglas came to the funeral and he was like, Father! <laughs> yeah, I love that bit. We used to get her I say to, that all the time. Yeah, so yeah. we. We used to get her to do that. And yeah. she was only two, so she only just started talking really. And she like, Father! <laughs> and do the fist and everything. I say it to my dad. Actually, um... Father! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. That IT dad's a brilliant, brilliant show. Uh, let's let's step it back another couple of decades and yep. go to Faulty Towers. Another Jumping around. Another well, favourite of mine. We wouldn't have been anywhere without talking about Oh, Faulty my Towers. God. That was probably my earliest experience of English comedy. Yeah, one of mine too. Yeah. And, and it, we watched that frequently. Yeah. As yep. kids. We yep. actually really, really loved it. And it was that weird thing where I'm not, I'm not sure if it was massive on release, but it sort of picked up traction and then it never stopped. Well, that's right. And started. considering there's only 12 episodes, um, right. two seasons, two 12 seasons. episodes, and they were, money was thrown at them to do it, uh, at John Cleese to do it again yep. and again and again. He was yep. like, no, 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 it's done. That's what it is. And I think what a, what a even for back then, because you're talking late 70s, uh, late into the 70s. early 80s, I think. Late 70s. Yeah. Like mid, mid 70s was the first one. Oh, was late it really? 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like 75, 76. Oh, I didn't realise it was that A old. bit later, like wow. 77, 78. I thought it was like 78 to 81 or something. No, I don't but, think the 80s came into it, man. So, in, considering <laughs> those times, but yeah. John Cleese had the foresight to go, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's like it is what it is. with The Office. Yeah, yeah, Two I like seasons. that. I like that. Because yeah. I think... You can drum drum something into the ground quite easily, yes. you know, and it just doesn't become funny anymore. So, like podcasts and stuff like, that. yeah, yeah, just keep on going. <laughs> when we're up going, to six hundred and forty thousand episodes, we might go. You know what? I'm done. Well, the wonderful um, thing is, we're not trying to tell a story here, nah, like nah, a singular nah, story. Nah, that's true. We're jumping around like madmen. That's it. Yeah, we've got. So it's all okay. This is a bottomless pit of information. But Foley Towers, when uh, not correct information, when we're, just information, <laughs> no, just information. Yeah, <laughs> information overload. Yeah. Um, when I was so when I was a little nipper in England, um, we had this thing called uh, I don't know what it was called, but a man <laughs> used to come. It sound, actually, when I say it out loud, it sounds really shady. Right. But a man used to come around with videos in the back of his van. Right. And we could go there and hire them. Okay. And we'd have them for a week. Yeah. And then you know, and I'd always ask for Foggy Towers. So Dad would always you know Why get not, that. Eh? Yeah. Oh, and sometimes the young ones, but mostly Foggy Towers. Well, we um, taped them off the telly onto the VCR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I we oh, we were just well mainly me. I'd watch them over and over again. But it's funny how as a little kid, Manuel was my man like oh, everything yeah. he did was just hilarious yeah. yeah didn't matter what he did was funny but then as you get older <laughs> you see the real comedy is John Cleese and the way he interacts with everyone yeah and that's just oh, and just the escalating golden. mania you got a favourite favourite episode of uh, Focus House oh um, it's well the builders has always <laughs> been yeah. a real standout Mr O'Reilly um, and I, I love it yeah um, 
because it, it is crazy. Like yeah. it just gets to the point where Sybil's smashing O'Reilly with the, yeah. the bag and the, <laughs> the umbrella. I like her lady with <laughs> fire. I do. Oh, you I do. do. <laughs> and then, then she beats him half to death. Um, but that's a great episode. But then there's so many. But I always think of moments. Yeah. And it's more the way that John Cleese delivers it because you can't recreate the delivery yeah. Yeah, that he no, that's has. Right. That's it's the same right. with Rowan Atkinson. Yep, yep. The certain timing Masters. that they have, absolutely, and Masters. the way they pronounce the, the, the words and everything. Yep. But there was one where it's the old lady and she's allowed to keep her dog in the in the hotel while, oh, while yeah. she's staying yep, there. Yep, yep. And then um, he says to the major, "Pity one can't keep them in airtight containers." <laughs> and he said, "Oh, you wouldn't be able to breathe then, would he, Faulty?" And he said, "Well, he could try. He could try." <laughs> Like it's yeah. just, it's just so dry. One of my favorites. You got this visual that is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <The dog> <laughs> suffocating. <laughs> um, it's so dark. One of my favorites right. is with the deaf woman. Oh yes, oh, actually, man. that That's is so gold. Good. It's so good when he's when she's going. CK what? <laughs> the manager's called CK what? Ah, <laughs> oh, the whole thing. No. I remember the. Uh, I think you said the same episode with the dead body, the dead man. No, that's the kipper and the. Oh, corpse. the kippers and the corpse. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's brilliant as well. Ah, oh, oh, so many good moments. What just, is the one? Remember when he smacked? Remember he smacked? He's always beaten Manuel, obviously. But remember when he has the spoon? He goes, "It's not clean." Yeah. And, and then runs it down his face. <laughs> runs, like, runs over his oily head and goes, whack. Uh, it's dirty now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. And when he's, when, when it, uh, their anniversary, when all their friends come. Oh, that, that really one doesn't annoying stand guy, out as much. Yeah. Get it, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. What a cock. And the Aussie girl. Remember the Aussie girl? When, she, when he's trying to find well, the, that was, uh, uh, the Speaking switch. of people putting on accents. Was she she was clearly on? in yeah. She was clearly an English. Oh, okay. Actress, I just thought it was that on. old kind of Australian talk. You know how? Well, that's, like, that shows that you're from England. But you know how there was you a don't bit of understand. English. There was a bit of English in there because we basically came over and took over your country. <laughs> no, took you know over what I mean. Our country. Like mate, if you listen to, I'm English to, background too. <laughs> if you listen to Australian talk yeah. on the wireless yes. in 1945, yeah, they sound rather like this. Yeah, exactly. So they, they talk they, rather quickly and sound like an Englishman. They modelled themselves on us. We like to play cricket and football. <laughs> Tell um, you how. I don't know why. It's all, it has to be, had to be quicker. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's for it, I loved it. What was the one when with he, Mrs. Richards called? What he, was that oh, called? I'm not sure. Because uh, it was all the money involved as well, remember? The, yeah, I can't remember uh, what that Dragonfly, the horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. But remember he beat the shit out of his... Not in that episode. <laughs> he beat the shit out of his car. Yeah. Right. That I was... warn you, you! <laughs> gets the bronze. You vicious bastard! <laughs> yeah, smashes the shit yeah. out of it. That was Gourmet uh, Night. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that yeah. was. Speaking oh, of which, God. Gourmet Night, you remember how he went to his uh, friend's restaurant to pick up the yeah, dishes? Yeah, yep. That get the, guy get the duck. was in Battle of Britain. <laughs> oh, he was too? Yeah. yeah well, I think I, last French time I watched it, I think I sent you a message about it. Good on it. you, mate. See? That's right, yeah. All roads and, lead uh, to Rome. The American, the Yank, Yep. I want old Caesar salad or water salad. Oh, yeah, he's in uh, Empire he's Strikes Back. He's in Star Wars, yeah. Yep. And he was in something else I watched recently, but I can't remember what was it was. Was really? Yeah. There you go. Something. It might have been in Blackadder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, it wasn't That it? was the Americans, wasn't it? That one yeah. that was called. Yeah, that was a good one. But, okay. The so Germans, of course, that was a great oh, episode. Oh, that was a great episode, yeah. When he'd been knocked out by the When you head. said uh, that time when we were talking about German pornography. Oh, yeah. And you said, even the way you pronounced it was quite funny because it made me think yeah. of <laughs> Faulty Towers because you said, do you have anything to do with the war? <laughs> like, it was the way you Is went on the up with the, with the note <laughs> yeah. and it sounded like, um, whatever you do, don't mention the war. 
Check that episode out, guys. It's, I believe it's... Was it episode six? Ah, uh, shit, no. Kinky German porn is in the title anyway, that guys. So go, go find it. Uh, possibly seven. seven. Yeah. Seven or eight. It's in the list, guys. <laughs> Look, scroll back and you'll find... Oh, no, it's probably the Ned Kinky, Kelly one, isn't it? Yeah, Ned yeah, Kelly. Eight. That's eight. Kinky German sex. See, we know our material back to back. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're all over it. No 12 episodes we're here. We're all over it like spoons Two on a bear of six and six. Okay, um, so Faulty Tower. I mean, that was a detailed expose on the. It was. The no, I like Faulty Towers. What else have we got? What else? We well, got? well, the, you mentioned it before. The Office. That yeah. was an absolute standout for me when I first started watching it. My partner at the time, she was like, "What? Is, this guy's an Justin." Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Oh my God, what is this, darling? I'm trying to make lentil soup, and all we keep hearing is the Office lentil soup." Um, and what I like about the Office yeah. is actually filmed. In Slough Industrial Estate, Indeed. which is not very far away from where I grew up, um, but yeah, Ricky Gervais, uh, absolutely brilliant, and Stephen, what's his name? Uh, Merchant, the googly-eyed fuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser okay. yeah. Stephen um, Merchant, who is a bit googly-eyed, he's not big. a fuck. Fuck yeah, now yeah. looks <laughs> like someone's been squeezing his neck since birth. <laughs> Been wearing those neck rings, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah the tribal people. Tribal people. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know oh, about the culture. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, we're all over the fucking place tonight. Pretty much. We're going to the airport, big fella. I don't know what we're doing, mate. Let's go to the airport. We're going back to Bali. Yeah. Um, Actually, it does feel a bit like that. Yeah. So my partner, when I first started watching it back in yeah. the early two thousands when yes. it came out, um, my partner at the time, Justin, um, he was uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she. Yeah. Was um, didn't get it. She was like, "What? This guy's an idiot. Why do you like this show?" Yeah. I said, "No, no. I had to try and explain what a mockumentary was." Yeah. And once she understood that it was all a joke, then she fell in love with the show. And it's, I suppose, from you know, it does take you a bit of time to sort of get it. But once you get it, fuck, it's so good. I would, I would say the same thing. Yeah. I remember catching it like I didn't watch it from the start. Yeah, turned it on, and I'm watching. I'm thinking, okay, what? What is this? This seems like it's serious, but not serious. Yeah. I'm trying to work out if it's real or fake. And that was and, a, that was the genius of it. But that's right. Yeah. And and but I wanted to watch more because of that yeah. curiosity, and it sucked me right. And just all those little mannerisms that we can't really explain uh, on a audio. Uh, well, it's the way Ricky Gervais platform. would exchange glances with the camera. Yeah, but also the hand thing he would do, yeah. and you know all that kind of stuff, and just <laughs> trying to uh, explain things. And, yeah. Oh, Man, yeah, it was a great series, and I loved. And that's and, and that's another series where you've got those kind of sad moments laced through it too. You've got the the under. It's basically a love story. The whole thing's a love story yeah, about course, uh, yeah. from Dawn, um, um, and what's his name, Tim. Yep. And brilliant. So now going back over to America again, I've heard. Now I refused to watch the American one because I was like, nah, it's not English. You yeah. know, pretty ar- which is pretty arrogant of me. And then I, I gave the American one a go and I didn't like it. I really didn't like it yeah. because it felt like it was just doing the same thing, yeah. but it was they had a lot more makeup on. <laughs> right. Um, but then someone, so a friend of mine told me stick that with it. if you stick with it, because yeah. the first few episodes are basically replicating yes. the English ones, but then when they start doing their own ones, that's much, much funnier. So yes. I, do, I do plan on uh, delving into that as one point. I would say, uh, and this was done as another kind of offshoot of the American office was Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, I've heard and good things about that. Chris Pratt and now I've forgotten his name. Yeah, the guy with the moustache. He's a funny dude. Now, he's great. Yeah, yeah, I do like him. He's been in a few movies. When you see Ron Swanson, that's his that's character his name, name. Uh, when he does his little 
monologues and things. Yeah. He's a great character. Yeah, okay. And it sort of finds its own little niche. Yeah, okay. So it's American humour and it, it does it really well, though. And it's not trying to sort of copy off anything, but it's done okay, in that similar good. mockumentary, observational Yeah, okay. Uh, I like that. So I might give... So Parks and Recreation. I would say over the American... I mean, I haven't tried the American office myself, but I've seen parts of Parks and Recreation and I like it. I've also heard good things about that um, that police one, the comedy police one, 999. No. Oh, I haven't uh, oh, watched What's that. it called? I've forgotten what it's called. And Arrested Development's meant to be good too. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's so many, but I... I yeah, I Do must you... admit, I'm a little bit stuck in my habits. Yeah, okay. I like to revisit the ones I love. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Trying new comedy is, is a tricky thing. Oh, another one, though, that I... I you definitely should mention is uh, yep. Black Books. Oh, Black Books. That's a that's another one. I would put that in almost the same category as IT, correct? I would too. Um, only, I suppose, because a little bit more modern, but it's also got that that, that similar sort of nutty sense of humour. It's correct. Well, it starts that's really off good. with... It's, it's, I wouldn't say necessarily straight. Yeah. But it often goes completely balmy by the yeah. end as well. <laughs> yeah, and, But that's wonderful. And Dylan Moran is a, a fantastic Oh, comedian. he's brilliant. And, and the other dude, the long-haired Bill dude. Bailey. Bill Bailey, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then they have some great incidental characters. Yeah. And Fran, um, well, when she comes through, like, she's a great... My all-time like, favourite, talking about incidental actors, yeah. uh, uh, other actors joining the forces... Um, my favourite episode is with Simon Pegg when he's he's right, he's in charge oh, he's of the great. the bookshop next door, the yes. really fancy pants one, and yep. and uh, what's his name, Bill Bailey goes to work in that one. Yeah, this is oh. your duty to do. Card. And he was found out he was sleeping there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and remember the episode when they're trying went, to model him like him. Yeah, yeah. Remember they went. Remember they had to house sit and they they said. I yeah, love that one. The grapes of wine. Rough. All this wine. Yeah. No worries at all. Don't touch this yeah. one because like a hundred years old and they got stuck into grapes that one. of wrath. That's that it. One. Yeah. That was an awesome one. I love that one. Yeah, that was a good uh, one. The the bit that I particularly love was that you know through the 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 events of that episode, um, he's hurt his tooth. Yeah, he does something to his neck because of that massive <laughs> massage uh, cushion, yeah. and yep. then. They go outside to fetch a piece of oak from the tree when they're trying to redo the wine. Yeah. And then the lightning's going and the lady walks past with her baby and looks at them. And Dylan Moran's like a like a mad scientist yeah, that's and Bill right. Bailey's like the servant. He goes, what are you doing? He's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was one of the better Just episodes. absolute madness, but it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, no, it was that was definitely a good one. Um, oh, what, I've Which one of you bitches I've kind of been to dance. blank now But uh, there's also another, oh, the Rick, another Rick Mao one Him and Adrian Edmondson Actually did a whole bunch There was yeah. a uh, Richie Rich and the Cat Flap or something. I never really okay. understood that one But I was very young But a, a great series they did Which I don't think you ever watched Is called Bottom I watched a little bit of Bottom Oh my god i got to get that <laughs> I, I like watching a little bit of Bottom A little bit of Bottom <laughs> Yeah I love a bit of Bottom Yeah uh, Bottom is great I could watch Bottom all day long <laughs> Depends on um, the kind of bottom you're referring to, of course. But I, yeah, that one is in it. I would say, well, as an adult, I watched it, so I feel like it was a close. Oh no, I almost feel like it takes over the young ones because it's just, it's just nuts as well. It's a bit more finely the, honed, though. Isn't the it? premise is basically Adrian Edmondson and Rick Mail living together, right? Um, and they're like, you know, late thirties, early forties, I think, by this stage, yeah. and. Um, they're not. They're not uh, Vivian and Rick from the young ones. They're just two other. Oh yeah. So uh, Eddie Hitler is Adrian Edmondson's name. <laughs> and one of my favourite bits Eddie is they Hitler. go. Wow. Someone will joke and go. Oh, any relation? 
and he'll go yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was that was a great series uh, we mentioned it before as well um, one foot in the grave really got stuck into that um, and that was again again there was a lot of sad moments in that um, I mean at the very end of the series he dies Victor Meldrew yeah he actually passes away so and it but it's still it's still comedy it's still comedy gold in there um, I think that's the difference maybe with uh, well look I could be generalising here yeah. American and British comedy and, and to kind of paraphrase John Cleese he actually said it once the difference between American and English humour is that the the English will pick on themselves like there's no tomorrow yeah that's it yeah. and often fail yeah. you know the characters often fail <laughs> yeah. they fail yeah. all the time yeah and that's where the humour is from that's, that's derived exactly right. from the failure of the characters they're yeah. faulted people whereas, whereas Americans are often there's a success at the end there's yeah often and that's a, what I mean a like more formula. upbeat sort yeah. of formula yeah. there's always that sort of like everything's okay in the end like you're rooting ending. for them and you know that ultimately things will fall into place or yeah. in some way or another that's right whereas yeah with the English we love to see them fail yeah <laughs> and they're a lot more sarcastic and you know just. oh stupid. the sarcasm is wonderful it's almost How we like time, mate. Just uh, sixty-six minutes. It's almost like the English are—they uh, they don't care, like if people laugh at them. No, you know. And then, I think and they then, want that. Yeah, I think like, that's laugh with them, at. laugh at them, just, just have long a laugh. Laughing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's have it. a I laugh. Like that. Um, Keeping up appearances was another favourite of mine. Yeah, that was a good one. Started watching that with mum and dad, and, and we've got the series now, and we've watched it and watched it for a while. But it's a great series, and that's another one. There was sadness in there too, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was great. And and she was actually um, she was a um, what's her name, Mrs. Bucket. Yes. She was in Monty Python as well a few times, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, she had like a little a few little bit. A parts. lot of the, a lot of that era's comedians and, and comedic actors did often pop up in, in each other's yeah. shows, didn't they? That's right, yeah. Um, actually, another one that you might not be thinking of yep. that is actually a, a big part of our family when we were growing up was Ripping Yarns. Oh, see, I never saw that. I never My... got into that and I never got into the goodies. Well, the goodies is different. The goodies was actually aimed at a younger audience. Oh, okay. It was yep. a bit silly. It was a bit more silly humour. Yeah. Um, and it was more... I really liked Tim Brooke Taylor's uh, character. That was the bearded guy? No, no, that's Bill Oddie. Oh, oh Bill Oddie. Graham yeah, Garden, yeah. who's a, sort of the dry, um, sort of professor-looking fellow. Yeah. In um, the suede suits. Yeah. And uh, Tim Brooke Taylor was the one who's a really emotional, kind of softy. Okay. Like, he's always crying or getting really <laughs> over, yeah. over the top. But, yeah, it was a bit more aimed at a younger audience yeah. and a bit more silly. But um, Ripping Yarns was Michael Palin. Oh, okay. uh, who was, of course, from Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he would play multiple parts in each of the episodes. Okay. And they were often based on just a character and the story of that character. Oh, okay. And you had, like, an ongoing, you'll see what happens to the character next week kind of thing. No, it would be, like, literally each one was about a different, like, oh, character. Oh, okay. So yeah. one was called Golden Gordon. Yeah. About a chap who lives in... in uh, Yorkshire or you know the north anyway and he loves football soccer in in our case in Australia we call it soccer we have to define it Um, and his team are ridiculously they just fail all the time but he is a one-eyed supporter and he goes to every match but they're so depressed they go to the (laughs) pub they're really morose uh, and then there's there's a whole thing about they're going to sell the club and put a steel scrap mill there instead <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't want that he wants to go out with a bang and he, he assembles the the very limited amount of players that actually won 
a match yeah. in like 1922. Yeah. He brings them back for like a, a special match. That sounds vaguely familiar. Maybe I'm I sure saw. You've watched something. Maybe I saw bits and pieces. Yeah. And there's one called The Claw. That was great. And he plays the grandfather, the grandson. <laughs> so these shows that you you've loved as a kid, have you yeah. passed them on to your kids? Uh, probably not ripping yarns. Faulty Towers. Any reason why not ripping yarns? I just I, we never had it. Oh, okay. We didn't okay. actually yep. own that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, whereas we, we had Faulty Towers. You actually gave it to me. That's right. Faulty yep. Towers. Um, and Blackadder I yep. had as well. So yep. I've actually bought and owned that. Black Books I've had at different points. There's some I reckon you've got to have in your collection, really. Yeah, you well, know? that's probably a ripping yarns I wouldn't mind getting. I, we had the VHS at Mum and Dad's. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, and so that's what, where we used to watch it. Because as I said, I put on, I've put on Blackadder the last few days, or over the last week or so, and... Uh, I still get the same sort of excitement when it's about to start with the same tune and you know because you look forward to the jokes yeah, yeah. so I, I think uh, they're, they're things that are going to stay with me forever you know yeah um, like syphilis yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> there's no cure for syphilis is there I don't know I don't know much about it well, let's not break it down let's just say that and leave <laughs> yeah, it yeah roll with yeah. it yeah. like syphilis people will go oh hang on. is there no cure for syphilis someone might google it Look, I hope you do. <laughs> yeah. And you can email Get back us, to us. Yeah, or and Instagram. Actually, us. you were right last week. It is the Fly on the Wall <laughs> podcast. Uh, one one at gmail.com. One of our fans tried to email us. Luckily, he has my personal email, my work email. And he said, uh, Yeah, this one didn't work. And I was like, Oh, it is the Fly on the Wall podcast. One one at gmail.com. You can email us. Anything you like, and I mean anything you like. And I think maybe just to move on now, we might have to just to make that's sure that's a that shame though. Because it feel, is. Well, you know what? We can come back. I to mean, join. Yeah, we can do a part B another time. Yeah, because yeah. I think people like the variety that the Florida yeah, brings. That's right. But I just wanted to say thank you for the people show. that have actually responded to our invitation to talk about the uh, gun control. Uh, situation oh, yeah, in America. Yeah, that was a good and response, actually. It was. We had a bit more of a serious chat, if you did catch last episode. And, yeah, it's a bit more heavy going for what we tend to do. Yeah. But it was a serious chat, and we did ask a bit of an open question about your own attitudes towards it. And I actually think that... I, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I learned from it. Yeah, me too. from, from Mark. Yeah, Mark, um, Mark uh, made some really good... And as I said in the show, I, I, I'm trying... And still... Trying to be open-minded. I'm not trying of to. Course. I'm not going to just be led by the media and just go. Oh, a bunch of gun-toting Americans are all crazy. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. So I really am trying we'll to. We'll joke it. about it, but yeah, but of course, sincerely. Yeah. Yeah. We don't believe it. But just yeah. to paraphrase Mark, just very quickly. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Mark. It. I won't do you justice, but uh, I think he, he wrote. Real, he wrote a small book. Yeah, he he did. wrote a novella. Yeah, look, a novella. Uh, we, we both read, <laughs> novella, Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, we great. both read the, the entire thing and I definitely took it in and and I think his main point was it really needs to be a focus on, on mental health and improving the yeah. care of people that need that assistance yep. and therefore that would then restrict these people getting access to weapons I think that was That's a very a valid strong point. point and yeah. I think it's a very valid one I yep. don't think it it would solve the issue completely and I nah, think you had either. that point to make yeah. back not at all. Um, I think the weapons that are military grade, yeah, uh, there is no place for them in a civilian uh, population. I and I understood his point about an armed civilian populace is good for yep. keeping the government honest, or yep. you know, I guess keeping it, them aware of the fact that the civilian population is a powerful thing. Yeah, it's a thing to be reckoned with. But yeah, I guess I still have my thoughts on that. That whoa. 
Okay. Whoa, what a fuckwit. Sorry, that guys, just... About we're doing 100 kilometres an hour, which is how many miles? Is that 60-something miles? Oh, yeah. I'm not good at the conversion. 60 miles an hour. This person's Mi- definitely and not... And that guy was doing that. fucking at least, what, 140, 150? Easily. Fucking Easy zoom. What a dickhead. What a di- Why? Unless you're the federal police... What's the urgency? You know, <laughs> fuck with. Only the federal police, though? Whoa! I feel like they, you know... That, but no, because it was no lights and sirens. Yeah, yeah. So okay. they would be federal police. Okay, yeah. okay. Come on, man, you got to uh, know this shit. <laughs> but we also did have a comment on Instagram from one of our... Yeah, listeners. I've forgotten. Mystery, more casual. mystery yeah, mayhem. mayhem. Yeah, um, yeah, she's a nice lady. And just said that it was probably something, as long as it doesn't affect her directly. Yeah, And I guess okay depending where you are in the country, yeah. which state you're in, because I know the states have some very... Uh, largely varying gun yeah, laws yeah. too. Well, and I think I think, and I, uh, and I'm sure Mark will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Texas, right. you're allowed to walk around with a gun, like have it, you know, as long as yeah. it, you can see it. Yes, you can't have it hidden. Yeah, but you can yeah, have carry. basically like the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. Now he made a point, that, which is uh, kind of cool. I kind of like that because <laughs> I like the aesthetic of it. Well, he made the but... point that of course that the the there was a church shooting. Yeah, the Texas. That person was actually stopped by someone who was carrying a a gun. And I guess, okay, in that case, it was a very fortunate thing and that perhaps prevented more deaths. But that's where it comes, that's what, like my point about the chicken and the egg. Yeah. If you have the gun, they wouldn't have had the madman in the first place. This is the thing, though, and I think he, he. Started off by saying it's basically that it's cause for endless debate. That's right, yeah. And he, you know, everyone's got their own belief, and and they've built up their own attitude towards it from what they've learnt, I guess, growing up. Also, their state's approach to it, their own yeah, experience exactly. with it, yeah. etc. But we, uh, yeah, I think on Luke and I behalf, on our behalf, we'd just like to say thank you for getting involved. Yeah, and, really appreciate. And don't it. feel that that's over. You know, if you feel like that's still something to talk about and debate, yeah, for please, sure. Please, yeah, jump in. And, and if you end up listening to these episodes, you know, later than the release, and you're catching up, don't uh, assume that any of the topics are old ones. You can yeah. always comment back on anything that's right, right back to episode one. It's I've actually been enjoying uh, so on Instagram via our Instagram, the Flying Wall Podcast, with a underscore between each of those words. Yes, um, I've been enjoying going to some of the debate. Um, posts actually, and having a bit of an opinion and a bit of a. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm care. I, I, what I don't do is get embroiled in in arguments. So I'm happy to say my opinion, and if someone else has got a valid opinion and not just being like a dickhead, then I'll reply to them and yes. say I agree or I disagree or whatever. But um, but yeah, I'm actually quite enjoying that. There's been some interest, and it just makes it's a bit more fun rather than just going oh that someone's got a cat like yes, someone's well, got a dog like. Well, Someone's taking a photo of their lunch. Line. I'm not a fan of, <laughs> of the news and current affairs shows because I think that there's, the no, no, no. there's an ulterior motive to them. I think getting yeah. involved in debate yeah. where you have a basically a multifaceted approach from the people that are involved in that conversation yeah. who can express themselves clearly and make an, a valid argument, it is interesting to, to listen to, to read, and to get a bit of a cross-section of yeah. viewpoints. And sometimes, like... You're I'm, always learning. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, um, I, yeah, I always like to learn. I always like to... And I, and I, I try to be as, as open-minded about everything as much as I possibly can. So even though I might have my views, I'm always intrigued to see other people's views because you never know. Sometimes you go, oh, I've never thought about it that way That's before. Right. Gives you and I like that. I like to be one of those people rather than just go, no! 
I'm right. Everyone else is fucking wrong. But again, that's why we ask for your input, everybody. Yeah, um, it's good for us to talk on about anything it. at all. It can be something ridiculous. What's your opinions on Spooge? Exactly, Warren. Uh, on Spooge, well, yeah. without word. it, we wouldn't be anywhere. Great would word. We? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we'd know, be in a whole you know, world of trouble. Millions and millions. We'd be in a sticky sperms. situation if we didn't have Spooge. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of spoken of Spooge? Have you heard of cranking? No. Cranking is the activity of crying while wanking. There was a post you put up actually that oh similar yeah that uh, was similar and it yeah it's okay it to cry unless you're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> which which pretty much is the only time you shouldn't cry. But you know the unfortunate part of that was, and I'm sorry to say this, yeah, because you put the post up. Yep, I read it. And I imagined you crying. Yeah, that's okay. As long as you laugh, because I'm English. Because I'm English. As long as you're laughing, it's okay. It doesn't matter. At me, with me, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I, uh, I used to work with a guy. Won't mention his name, but he's a big fan of the show. (laughs) Um, He was my boss at one time as well, actually. But I won't hold that against him. Um, Yeah. He, he had this firm belief that I would cry after I came. And I said, mate, you're there every time, so you know that yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, maybe I might scream in pain, but um, <laughs> it's I'm different certainly, to not, a cry. certainly not crying. Yeah, no. yeah, there's no. Because there's no I'm all man in the bedroom, <laughs> let me tell you. And just a little bit animal thrown in. Yeah, that's it. Um, um, I yeah. wanted to also say, just to, to bring back up do Mark's, it, man. Mark's email, he did ask you for another Bruce file because you didn't do one last week. Yeah, so I'll give, you, I'll give you a quick one. I'll just play the promo now. Oh, fuck. I, forgot. I meant to, at the beginning of this episode, I meant to say if you're listening via Podbean, don't listen via Anchor or Apple or Google or whatever. Well, you know what, but mate? Podbean doesn't have the bits. You don't the... have to play. Well, that's okay. Don't stress about it. We'll just go into yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Bruce file. They will find out. So I'm going to play the promo now. Styles. Uh, okay, and then we're back in. Uh, <laughs> it helps me when I'm editing. You, when you narrate it as we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So I've given you a few Bruce files now. I won't, I won't relay all of them because I probably can't remember all of them. But I'm trying to do it in a bit of a time a sequence. Frame. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. Getting. So the, I think the last one was I was playing with my little soldiers or yeah. cars yeah. in the rockery. Yep. And he will pass and, and he did that smash massive, a massive goober at me and yeah. call me a fucking turd. Yep. Now that became quite a that became quite a thing for him. Every time I was outside, yeah. he would say it to me nearby, like walking past, so not audible to anybody else who was in the garden or whatever. Just but you. just quietly to me, you fucking turd. Quite aggressive, like that. Wow. I'm not even. I'm not really exaggerating. I know my acting skills are amazing, but yeah, no, they it's, are. It's, I'm transported. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm sitting in the you, garden. You feel like you're me. Stick yeah. your finger up your Watching. bum, playing with toy cars, <laughs> some old man walking around. Squashing ants because uh, you mentioned you love killing oh, ants. I love killing ants. You yeah. fucking psycho. I just won. I mean, there's yeah. a whole trail, kill one, and then they all just know. But yeah. then I thought about it as an older man and thought, yeah, if I was running a uh, like a cross country with all my mates and then someone yeah. got squished, yeah. we'd all notice, wouldn't we? Well, we would. Yeah, so anyway. Um, anyway, so this week's Bruce file is... Um, so this is uh, not my experience, actually. This is my sister's experience. So my sister, she's the one who, who tried to stab me during a seance, oh if you remember gosh. that episode. Yeah. Um, that troubles me. <laughs> but she uh, she was sunbaking in the... Well, that's what she calls it. Sunbaking in the garden with her boyfriend. Oh. Uh, she was about 15. Um, and nice summer's day, out in the towel. And her boyfriend just saw... Bruce in the bungalow that he lived out the back um, and he uh, goes uh, what's 
what's he doing, Julie? Like, what's 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 he doing? And she looked up, and he had a projector screen set up in clear view of them. So he clearly put it on an angle that they could see it through his doorway, yeah. and it kept it kept clicking it onto a picture of a, a naked woman standing there with a cup. So I think she was the original. You know the two girls in a cup. Oh, <laughs> I think this was the one girl in the cup, but there was no there was no feces involved. Um, yeah, and it just kept clicking it, just kept clicking it for their benefit, basically. Mm. Well, not benefit, but you know, for it their... troubles me that that. Um, oh, look, I guess after a couple of years living there, you just had to learn to live with that presence. But it was horrible, though. The fact that she was prepared to go and sunbake in the back garden, not with knowledge well, that he's there in the bungalow. With her boyfriend, I suppose, that was the difference. Like, yeah, but I, she's got, still sunbaking. It got to a point, and we'll talk about this later on down the track, it got to a point whereas me as a little kid didn't want to play in the garden by myself. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, my friends were there, no worries. I was brazen. I was like, yeah, let's fucking throw rocks at his roof. Actually, but- <laughs> maybe, maybe in this day and age, too, and, and I'm not certainly commenting on attitude changes but yeah I can't imagine being okay like with my daughter out there if I knew like let's say I wasn't at home I guess I've got no choice but yeah I would say just honestly you need to lie right there you've got an old guy living right there true yeah it's just ridiculous go inside or get out the front so uh, I I I don't want to my parents are amazing of course no no just state that they are amazing but I still to this day and maybe it is because it's different times because yeah. back in their time it was like you know they were roaming the streets as kids when they were four that's what I you mean you know what I mean there's so, been a change of attitude whereas, whereas now I was, there's no way in hell I would let my five no. year old wander the street and no. go yeah no worries just be home before it's dark darling you know yeah. but <laughs> um, also you wouldn't let your five year old play in your own backyard if there was an old if there was a cr- if she came to me living in a bungalow if, she came, if one of my daughters came to yeah. me and said um, dad because I was quite shaken up yeah. uh, the first time it happened then I just as you do you got used to it yeah I'm, I guess I am a fucking turd oh my gosh <laughs> yeah no but I don't know I just feel like if my kid came to me and said ah oh, Bruce out the back called me an effing turd dad be I'd be there. like are you sure is that exactly I would I would walk her yeah. to his door yeah. knock on his door and say oh Apparently you said this to my daughter. Is that right? And I would be able to tell by his his reaction. Yeah. And if he fucking said it, then I would find it hard to control myself. Uh, have you tried eating for the rest of your life without any teeth? Yeah. Here's a straw. Take a straw. That's how you're gonna eat your fucking supper from now on, cunt. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so but look, look. I mean, like I said, I've mentioned in other episodes, they did eventually. Yep. That's okay. Cotton it's on. still coming, though. Yeah, that's still it? coming. So it's that's coming. Uh, that's the Bruce file for this week. Now next Thank week, you very much. there'll be an, another Bruce file, but there'll also be um, uh, another story about an old man, a much nicer old man, because um, one of our uh, our viewers, we have more viewers and listeners than Mark, but he <laughs> is definitely getting involved because we've asked him to, and uh, yeah, he sent us a, a bit of a story about an old fella that he he kicks around with. So, but yes. it's a much much cleaner, nicer, friendlier, uh, family friendly. Yeah, nothing like the Bruce Files. No, no. Uh, all right, Warren! This is an emergency warning. The current threat level is emergency, meaning that an emergency is in progress that will affect you and you should take action now to ensure your survival. A biohazard outbreak is in progress. This has resulted in an airborne plague causing victims to be transformed into zombies. We're told that most of the injuries are bites, not gunshot or stab wounds, as we were led to believe earlier. We've got to be as quiet as we fucking can. If they see us, 
hear us, smell us. That time well, it's 84 minutes, so we'll do what we did last week and just sort of round this off and then go straight into the uh, chapter 11. Okay, what's the, the, what's the minutes we're at? We're at 84. Jeez, so we're running, mate. Running six Someone minutes. flies when you're having fun. Oh, it does, mate. It does. That's it. We've got a lot to say. <laughs> um, yeah. That's it, mate. That's it. So, so where were we? <laughs> well, why don't you do a quick recap and then we'll, that will finish off... Um, yeah, I reckon a, a, a quick recap where you're oh up to, where I'm up to, and then you go into your part, because we've split up now, people. So Okay, so look, everyone, it, since episode six, yes, episode six, we've been uh, doing the post-apoc. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, recap? episode six of the podcast, yep, we've doing, been doing the post-apoc saga. saga. So, and so run back there if you want to start fresh. Run back there if you want to get all the all the little nitty gritty things just to, to get fresh yeah, up. But basically, it. to bring it right up to speed, we are now uh, the 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 party, the main party, uh, which is Glenn, Luke, Keith, and myself. We do have our larger group, but they have gone missing. Yeah. <coughs> well, some are dead. Some are dead. We haven't specified in our in our camp. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That saves a bit. But of we pain. have some remorse. Uh, but yeah, there's basically we've we've lost some, but also a, a whole bunch has gone missing. Now whether they've been taken captive, they've escaped, they've gone into hiding, we don't know. Uh, Luke and Glenn have felt very strongly about going back and let loose all of that frustration on the butcher's brood, which is part of the reason we weren't there to you know defend our family, I suppose. Yeah, so we want to kill the butcher and kill his mutant They're friend. taking that frustration out in a way by reacting to that and wanting yep. to get back into it. They've been then captured, uh, and they have found themselves awoke uh, and <laughs> woken up at Crown Casino. At a casino in the in heart Melbourne, of the city. Back in the city. And it, it chained to some pokey machines, yep. slot machines. Slot machines, one-armed bandits. That's it, the three titles. Yep. And they can hear some evil laughing. <laughs> 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 We've been practising this all week. Yeah, every day. Uh, and that's where we left off Luke's branch of the storyline. Uh, I have awoken. Meanwhile, yep. Uh, back up in the bright locality, yep. which and you is in the Keith northeast of the Victorian state, if you want to look it up. experimenting sexually with each other in the bush. <laughs> with mechanical arms. Yeah. His oh, beast yeah, arm and my mechanical arm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have an arm wrestle we at should. some point. That'd I actually cool. was thinking that too. With his mutant arm and your mechanical arm. So I have awoken because I passed out. He had to remove the rest of my arm, which was almost completely severed by a meat cleaver. Uh, and he has replaced it. He has replaced it with a, a very crude, simplified sort of gears and pulleys kind of arm that uh, is strapped onto my stump. <laughs> That's cool. And I've only sort of really just taken it in. I'm only just coming conscious. Um, but I've also noticed that we're, we're riding through a fairly remote and dense uh, area of bush. We are on a dirt track, but it is very, very minor. Yep. It's like a four by four. And you're track. basically hunting for the for the lost people. Well, as far as I could make out, he's he's riding with purpose. He yeah, seems yep. to be following some kind of sign. He has Pappy behind him, hanging on for dear life. Yep, to Glenn's, him, Glenn's wife. In yep. a, in a, <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, at, at, we are we are basically making our way through the, the bush, and and that's where 
I did notice there's some extra supplies. He's made a trailer for the ATV, and we're basically we're on the move. Yeah. And that's where we left it off last time. So here we go again. Here we go again. Here With I go. Chapter get eleven, isn't it? Chapter 11? chapter eleven. Yep. So um, we'll be back. I'll slot in a small ad, and we'll be back. I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, from uh, real crime to science fiction, movies, music-based ones, all sorts of things. And you know what I found? Master of None podcast uh, covers everything all in one tidy little package delivered by um, a lovely broadcaster who um, has a lovely timbre to his voice. So look, why don't you do yourself a favour and uh, download some Master of None podcast episodes and you won't be disappointed. And we're back in. Um, okay, so kick it off, big Waz. Uh, well, firstly, the body language when you when you narrate what we're doing, um, just coming back into the recording, is part of it. What did for I me. do? You just, and we're back in. Oh yeah, like get my shoulders in. Like you really we're like back in, climbing back into the phone. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> if I could, I would. Okay, so riding through the the, the bush now. I've sort of it has taken me a little while because I'm assuming I've probably lost a fair bit of blood. Um, Keith isn't a medical professional. But we have discussed he's a very practical Boy guy. Scout. Boy Scout. And he, he does know, like, general knowledge speaking, he's pretty adept with, I don't know, figuring stuff out. He is, Being yeah, practical, very working much shit so. out. Very practical. Problem solving, that kind of thing. Dumb so, as a bag of hammers, but very practical. <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. I would say a bag of hammers is full of a lot of clout. I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of clout. No, um, he's clever, he's practical, he's got, he's got the whole... The full Shackleton. So, <laughs> yes, he does indeed. No, no, he's, but he's managed, I think it's impressive that he's managed to keep me alive for yep. one, because I think removing uh, the rest of my arm. And was, he's built a trailer for the back of the ATV. He's built a trailer, he's built this arm thing. Yep. He didn't have a lot of time, and he's, he's clearly sort of felt like, right, I need to do what I can do before we we get out of here and we don't, you know, return to this spot for now. So speaking of speaking and of time frame on how long he knocked all this up, would yeah. you say like a day and a half, two days sort of thing? Yeah, because I, I get the feeling that I was probably, I mean, we don't know at this stage until he tells me. Yeah. Um, and I guess he does. He probably sort of notices that I've woken up. He's like, mate, mate, how you going? And, and, that's, um, and that's the other practical thinking that Keith has done then is yeah. because he's gone, there is a sense of urgency to go and find the people that have run off into the bush, yeah. our, our people. But he is clever enough to know that you're you're in no yeah. shape to be moving when you're losing that amount of blood. And you, he kind of obviously thought, well, it would be cool if you had a mechanical arm <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's right. Look, maybe that was <laughs> pushing it slightly. No, no. But, but I, I, yeah, it works. It, it works. works. And I think that... Uh, he that needs would, you 100% all pistons go. You know he's a quirky fella. That's so it. That's he, it. Yeah, I think... Um, a couple of days strapped to... on a mechanical cock as well <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why I was less comfortable than I should have been <laughs> yeah. on something that looked like a stretcher down there. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> anyway sorry go, uh, go, go. <laughs> no I, I but I, I guess a couple of days he, he felt of, of some kind of rest yep. while he gathered up some resources also scanned the surrounding bushland and um, the trails and everything and I guess through conversation, because we probably stop once he realises I'm awake, um, and it kind of gives me an update. I remember, remember um, in the last episode, you noticed that the, the mutation... I noticed, I've noticed the mutation yeah. is carried up to his head, yep. and 
his eye is actually looking like it's all bloodshot from one side, from the side Jesus. where the mutation's coming. Is it gonna? Be, is it the kind of thing? He's are avoiding you, are looking you okay at me, you, asking questions, or if you you just want to? You can no, please. Prompt okay, it. cool. Please like, I kind of like that, and that's what we're missing. I if think. you take over, I'll fucking no, 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 headbutt no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> I like that we got on our own. We got there's a fork in the road. You're going your way, I'm yeah. going my way. Yeah. But I I miss the interacting where we're sort of working it out together. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, please, mate. So I just got a few. Uh, little things, but because um, so, we obviously it, discussed fucking casinos. <laughs> <laughs> is it um, is it the kind of thing that you'll mention to Keith? Like if you had a, you know, like if you had a mass, if you had a massive pustule pimple on yeah, your face, yeah. I would say, what the fuck is wrong with your? Can head I squeeze wife? your eye, mate? Yeah. Right. Are you gonna say so you're gonna mention it to him? Like, a, uh, are you? You're well, a bit... <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> I, I'm, it, I'm fairly groggy. Yeah. And I'll be like, how you know how the, how the fuck are you? Yeah. What's going? You know, how are you? you and not look him in the eyes. Things look don't look right, mate. Like, like, things don't look right. And um, what the fuck is but going his on whole his whole character is is slightly different. Yeah. Like he's got this twitchy. real. Uh, it looks like he's really struggling with something, and um, he sort of shuts it down really quick. Yeah. Fucking okay. Like you know, he really. Oh Jesus. Gets really angry about it if I talk about it directly. Wow. Um, he's not trying to hide the the mutated arm. But he is trying to, I don't know, not meet me in the eye and not talk to me directly. Although he's been so busy, he's been trying to look after me. Try to avoid it, but he's also but very aggressive if you ask him. Yeah. That's right. If, if I bring it up with him, yeah. he's quick to shut it down. And uh, like, but Fuck he, off! You want a coffee? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but kind of like that. Yeah, so okay. really, really hard to know. Bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing where, going on. That's exactly right. Exactly. Yep. And... Uh, so I can see it in him, like even just the way he moves around. <laughs> so he's trying, like, let's say he jumps off, he wants a drink of water, yep. and he drops something on the ground because of this fucking arm that he's got hanging from yeah. one side. <laughs> and and he's got the neck, which looks like it would be more stiff on one side as well yeah, because okay. everything's really swelling up. Yeah. But he really loses his shit when he drops a bottle when of water. He, when he fucks he's up. Fuck! Yeah. Like, and he smashes a tree and, like, a tree trunk just, like, splits. See, I, if I was in that situation, if I yeah. was in your shoes, I would poke the beast. <laughs> I'd be like, what else can I make him do? Well, seeing as he's my okay, reason man. for you survival. The fuck he's my reason for survival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's still there as well. I, I'm i just glad I'm with someone that I care about. Yeah. They've... They've made sure I was okay too. So I'm just picturing your face when he drink when he drops the water bottle and loses his fucking yeah, mind. Yeah. You just stand there going, Yo, Jesus. Um, <laughs> do you you want a blanket or? Do you want and him? I think I think at some point what's going to come into play is I will actually grab his arm with my arm. Oh yeah, the yeah, mechanical cool. okay. arm. So is this happening now? Yeah, I think okay, like yeah. and maybe he goes to hit me or he goes oh, to fuck. strike Pappy. Fucking hell! In anger. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, just, maybe just a real outburst. Like he's it's dropped not... the water bottle. Yeah, and then she's like, "Hey, it's okay." And then he's got, like, "Fuck!" He's gone to strike her. Yeah, he's gone to strike her. And I like just, it. I've like instinctively put my arm up and I put that to protect put her. this new arm up. Yep. And it's like a crunching of gods. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> 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 Thou shalt not strike the woman. Yeah. Um. No, but and and he just so we just exchange glances. Yeah. And. He and calms that, down. That calms he, him he, down. Yeah, okay, he, okay. it's just bursts. Yep. And then he's full of remorse. Yeah. And he, and you know, he gets upset. And it's like extreme to extreme. And he starts to exhibit that through the rest of the day. As I get more aware and yep. I come back to being fully conscious and kind of taking everything in again. Yeah. I can see the differences in his character. Obviously, you know, we've known each other now for a quarter of a century. Yeah. Um, 
So we would know those little subtle changes and, and the more obvious changes. So he's really struggling with a behavioural change as can, well as the physical change. I can imagine you after the the, um, the forearm smash yeah. with him. <laughs> yeah. I can actually imagine you really diffusing the situation because I know you. Yeah. Diffusing it, going, mate, mate, I'm just, I'm just saying. You need it. Everything's okay. Like, calm yeah. down. It's all right. I don't know what's going I'd on. I'd probably give him a hug. We need to get through this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think you'd get a bit teary. I probably would. <laughs> Did you just want to... Is this why you no, asked no, to no. be included? No, no. You wanted me to cry today. <laughs> yeah. Look, it. I think, I no, think no, it's a I mixture think, of things. Because let's remember this. Let's just it. take a moment. Uh, our families are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So, it. it's high everything attention. is highly wrought. Yeah. Like, we don't know what's going on, really, yeah. other than we're relieved that we have each other. Yeah. So, it really is... A, a, the, the emotions are... They don't know where to go. Yeah. So, the there are out- outbursts. And I think there's outbursts from all three of us. It's an emotional but roller coaster. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, it's an emotional ATV. Yeah. And he, you know, but his, uh, they are violent outbursts. And, yeah. And that's the difference. Fucking hell. And I think it is an obvious side effect of this mutation. Yeah. Anyway, he explains in when he has calmed down that he has found uh, a whole series of footprints leading off through the, the scrub and the bushland up there. Um some of them aren't as obvious and some look like there's been sort of vague attempts to cover it up. Yep. But he feels that that is our people, not, not like baddies. strangers. Yeah, yep. not okay, bad okay. guys. Yeah. Uh, because the, the, the shoes are all different. Okay. Um, also, there's like small signs of the fact that there are kids. Yep. Small um, shoes and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And also, I guess you, you have to say, look, people are going to use the toilet and stuff. And, you know, there's signs. So and you're on course then. That's good. He's a practical fellow. Like, he knows what to look for. Yeah. We talk about it. And that we, we all sort of know then what to look for based on those assessments. You okay. Know? So you keep you guys keep following We that are tracking. Yep. The tr- yeah. We are tracking what we think are our group of people. Are with you, this erratic behaviour that we're starting to sort of feel and exhibit. Are you theorising, you know how um, Stephen, our cousin, was dying and he told us that it was uh, yep. a bunch of trucks that turned up and all these sort of military type yeah. dudes yep. jumped out and started grabbing people and anyone who refused, they shot them down. Yep. Are you sort of, you know, um, spitballing who they might be? <clears throat> we're talking about it and uh, we have a feeling that it must be some kind of you know, so it's obviously a group. It's an organised group. Yeah. There was focus. It's not like the Butcher's Brood, who are, I guess, opportunists who are looking for uh, a base physical need. Yeah. And using violence to get it. This group looks like there was a purpose behind it. Even though, yes, it was kind of wanton destruction. Yeah. Uh, back at the the camp, there was a, a kind of attitude about it where they cleared shop. You know, everyone who was there, apart from Stephen, was dead. Yeah. And then everybody else was gone. So it, it was, um, yeah, he was going there for a minute there. A bit, yeah. um, Sorry, guys, just looking at traffic wankers. Well, you know, we are driving, so you've got to be careful. That's our primary yeah. concern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Safety yeah. first, guys. Safety <laughs> first. Um, yeah, so I guess just from talking about the situation, what we, because I was passed out and lost the arm, and then I, so I haven't really seen a lot of what happened at the camp. Yeah, yeah. Because I was furious and, yeah. and kind of lost it. And he had a couple of days to search through stuff, bury. Yeah. Some of the dead, um, and in, I guess see what he could see from from the signs that were there and left. Yep. So yeah, he's been able to kind of deduce that it is some kind of organised group. Yep. There's been no sign of them though, uh, as far as the direction okay, that we've decided so you to guys go. Aren't being tracked. He's fairly confident 
that we are tracking our group of people that have yep. been managed to get away from this other group. So yep. I guess we're aware of their presence in the area, but we're hoping that we can come across our people first before anything else happens. And what's the conversation like about, um, you know, me and Glenn have taken off? Well... Disappointed, obviously. I think, I think uh, Keith, as he's probably like, I think he's a bit dismissive of it. Yeah, yeah. I think care. he's like, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. No. They made a decision, <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah, fuck them. I'm on their own. Find our group. On their own. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit torn up. I've always up. wanted it to be just me and you, Warren, anyway. <laughs> now, I'm a bit torn up, but I feel like we've done the right thing, even though it wasn't my choice in the end. Yeah. Um, we had the discussion back, though, when you left, and then I passed out. Yeah. Um, I would prefer to go and find what's happened to my family. Yep. And I'm sort of a bit more, I guess, giving that a bit more thought. Um, I, I, but I keep saying, I said, I'm, I'm disappointed that we can't be all together to do yeah. that and find out what's happened. I get why it's happened. I'm like, I wonder what the fuck has happened to them. You know, when are we going to see them? Are they going to come back up to the camp again? Or yeah. when's the next time we're going to bump into them? Not knowing, of course, that you are nowhere in that area. Just for the record, I feel like you guys have done the right thing. And in real life, <laughs> I would actually want us all to stick together. Yes. But that's not the case. Okay, keep going. Where, so is, well, is actually, something... I was going to round it up there. I was going to say, is anything... Um... Because it's obviously you're still tr- tracking through, but you're having these chats. But is anything is anything going to happen? <laughs> I think you're hinting at. Uh... Okay. No, no, no. Like, it doesn't have to. It just, you know. It's... Well, I guess I've tried to build up the uh, the path of the story rather than getting to anything. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. There's some it's fine. serious mileage we've we've been covering. Yeah. We've been riding this silenced ATV, you know, through the bush probably for the good part of a, a full day. A few days now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Camped and then you know done another full ride. We're yep. still following these tracks. We can't be too far they behind. They took off, didn't they? <laughs> they really did take off. Yeah, which is fair enough. I would as well. I think. Yeah, and the I think they're only does. just ahead. Yeah. But um, it's hard to know whether the, the, everyone's on foot or there is some kind of vehicle, but it looks like most of everyone's on I'll foot. I'll be interested to see what happens when you meet up with them. But, yeah, obviously maybe that's <laughs> next week or the week after. Well, I think we're I think uh, we're heading to an area where there's a quarry. Oh, and, yeah, be cool. Uh, yeah, we can hear... You have to jump off it or...? <laughs> Oh, uh, a bit of an in-joke there, guys. We yeah, won't explain it. We won't explain Maybe it. that'll be the big moment, eh? <laughs> the big moment. That's the end of the chapter. I will leap yeah. off the quarry <laughs> at whatever height it is, just to prove it. Uh, with your arm. Yeah, your but look, I think I think we're heading towards... He seems to have found a map of the area. Oh, fucking so, hell, he's... He's very resourceful. I know. I think we would have found this stuff, and it would have been at the camp. Yeah, I yeah. think we would have had some of these things. Yep. Um, just, just road yeah, maps. Yeah, prior to all this. Yeah, stuff. just road yeah. maps of the area. Yep. Just manual stuff that he Mel pulls ways. out, like he did in Bali. Yeah, remember? No, he's all over. He it. whipped he's out a map, and he's, he's just it. got a map. He's yeah. like, "Well, this is where we've got to go." Um, so he has got a map, and we're heading generally towards what he feels is a quarry, like a disused quarry. Yep. Um, he just feels that that's possibly a good place to kind of lie low yep. and that seems to be the general um, direction that this, these footprints are going so perhaps everyone else had access to a map as well it's not like we would have had just one map for 80 people yeah, we true. would have had different resources and, and different bits and pieces as part of the group as well so I think that's the feeling he's got that's his instinctive uh, thing, but we're dealing with that emotional stuff in the in-between. And I'm noticing uh, the, the, the weird closeness between Papi and Keith. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's um, developing. It's, it's kind of like it's not obvious. 
you because I don't want to believe it. You're like it. the big angry one. Yeah, that's the thing. It's man. weird, yeah. but I guess it's the trauma of the whole experience that's caused it. Well, bigger the arm, the bigger the fingers, I suppose. Pappy's eyed that off and gone, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he has fingers the size of cocks. <laughs> For some reason, I just saw those shoes again. All right, so. He's Edward Penis And hands. I think I'm going to leave it there. I think we're heading towards a quarry. We're only a couple of kilometres from there. Okay, and you can see it. You can sort of see the We can the see the, the approach because there's, there's, cool. there's high ground. You can see where the cutaway and is. And there's like, uh, like, like uh, you know, like trucks and cranes and diggers like and stuff disused, like that. Like I said, disused, yep. So yeah, you've cool. got some signs of, um, of old mine use and, and old quarry use. So uh, that's where we're coming up to for the next episode's mm, edition. Now excellent. over to you, my friend. Over to me. Okay, so... If you remember, yeah, as you mentioned before in the in the recap, uh, Glenn and I have woken up um, from being knocked out by the mutant. We've woken up chained uh, to some gaming machines in a in a uh, an abandoned casino, which was it, which is the biggest casino in Australia, is it? Melbourne Casino. Let's just say, that. mate, we say a lot of wrong things. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest one in Don't the Google world. It, you bastard. In the world. <laughs> In the post-apocalyptic It's, it's world. even bigger than the golden sphincter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, so we've woken up and we hear this cackle. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? And, and yeah, everything's smashed around us. The, you know, it's really been shredded and, and disused and all that kind of stuff. And then, out of the shadows, walks a man. A looming, tall man. With really shitty tattoos. Okay, really, <laughs> sh- really <laughs> shitty tattoos. He goes, G'day, boys. <laughs> My name's Josh. People call me the player. <laughs> and he's got a tattoo of all the, he's got like, the clubs, the spades, oh. the, uh, the hearts, and the diamonds tattooed right. under his eyes. Okay. <laughs> Now, the reason we're laughing, folks, is because my nephew, Josh, uh, messaged me a while back and said, um, can you please (laughs) write me me into the saga? I just want to fight you, Luke. (laughs) And for me and Warren to do the the, uh, rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) So this is the build-up to it. So he's come out, and we're like, who the fuck are you? He goes, I'm the butcher's brother, mate. Oh, Oh, jeez. Because you killed my fucking brother. He goes, and now I've got you right where I want you. Did he die, did he? The butcher's dead, that, man. That, that neck He's slash fucking we dead. About. Which yeah. we're pleased about, obviously. Me and Glenn have a little winky joke. Yeah. Good job, buddy! <laughs> Which infuriates Josh even more. Well, the player, the player. The player. Let's call him the player. Um, the butcher and the player are relatives. Goes, so, uh, you know, we're in the casino, so let's have a bit of a gamble. <laughs> a bit of a bet, eh? Me versus you. What do you reckon, mate? <laughs> And he's just eyeballing me for some reason. Yeah. He obviously picks up that I'm kind of the leader amongst the, yeah. two, the two of us. <laughs> yeah, just a leader amongst men. And I, uh, you know, I never shy away from a good tussle. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. and then what do we get? Do we have I got your word that we get we get released if I win? He goes, well, I like how casual you are. And he goes, I well, tell you what, mate, I don't mind. But do we get released if we win? And he goes, well, we'll I'll be dead, numna. So of course you get fucking released. Okay. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so then, so then he sets up like at a bit of an arena around where we are, sort of amongst the gaming machines, the roulette wheel. Can I just ask though? Yeah. Uh, what kind of entourage has he got with him? Well, there's the mutant with him, and that's it. That's all we right, see. Right. So the mutant is actually the now is down boy. here. And, yeah, yeah. And the mutant's the one that knocked us out and dragged yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. 
So dragged you all the way. Well, well obviously loaded <laughs> us up into something, maybe. So the mutant, oh, the mutant still dra- remembered how to drive. Or just, or <laughs> just dragged us all. Slot the way. Off! Actually, no, that doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, maybe there's a couple of dudes. Yeah, I think there must yeah, be a couple of dudes. Yeah. So they, they, no, that's okay. That's good. They said, "I'm just want to get to the action." <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been waiting. You oh, let yeah, me the talk. Money shot. You let me talk for a while. Yeah. You're like, right. Yeah. That gives me a chance to get myself sorted for my story. Uh, oh no, no, I had it all. Already in my head. Scripted. Um, Okay, so. So, the player. So, him and his cronies. (laughs) They're all badly tattooed as well. Yeah. Um, They all set up this bit of an arena type of thing. This circle, this pit. He goes, all right. It's a battle to the death, you fuck. (laughs) I'm like, all right, no worries. What What are our choices of weapons? Right. And he just throws me like a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it. Okay. Classic. He's, he's just got two machetes. Right. <laughs> Classic. That's Star Trek, if you didn't know. It's when he, what? When uh, Captain Kirk fights an alien. Uh, anyway. I'm not a Star Trek that's person. The, that's mate. the music that plays. I like the original Star Trek. I don't like any of the okay. new ones. All right. I'll let that um, go. Then. The 1960s vintage Star Trek. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, okay. So, and then, so Glenn's watching. He's like, fuck, man. If you're dead, I'm dead. So is, he, is Glenn still kind of force humping the pokey machine? He's, he's or chained. Did they release him? To no, no, he's still. He's, oh, he's chained there, but he can still. He has a view of the arena. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, and he's and Josh or the player. He's only got a few cronies. He's only right. got like three or four plus the mutant. But he's housed himself up in Crown Casino. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's loving he's, life, and he's like sleeps on a big massive pile of cash. Even though so, it's, it's the useless. player and the high rollers. This That's is right. his group. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, butcher's brood and the they're player. high rollers, but they're from Perth. So. <laughs> <laughs> They've come all the way over here just to oh, fuck yeah. shit up. Now nah, they were over yeah. here on the boys' weekend, mate. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Drove the Commodore over. So, uh, you know what? That actually makes sense because they would have stayed probably somewhere around the casino. Yeah, it's like a Bucks night. A stag, yeah. Stag night. And things just went f- to fucking shit. It's like no the hangover had... gone fucking yeah. post-apocalyptic. Completely gone, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so the player steps out. Yep. I step out. I've got my baseball bat. And i got to say, there's some nerves there because I'm thinking, fuck, I'm not. There I'm probably not, would be. Yeah, I'm it's not, fair to say there's not, nerves. But I'm not. But, you know, I've been fucking knocked out. I've yep. been through the ringer a, a fair bit. I'm, yep. I'm not 100% energised. Yeah. Whereas this beefcake looked like he's fucking ready to rock and roll. You know? yeah. like, like he's been waiting this for his whole life. There's been a lot of envy and stuff like that building <laughs> up inside him. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then it's ding, ding. Time to fight. <laughs> So it's his cock out. He comes out swinging yep. his machetes, yep. and I managed to get the baseball bat straight into his crutch. Right, and he with the fucking nails. Oh on. yeah, and he falls over immediately. He falls over and tears are in his eyes, and blood's gushing out of his cock. Right, and right. then now we got to do. Uh, now we, I just wanted to get that injury on him. Okay, before we do um, rock paper scissors to see if I die. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just see what what's he going to do from here, though. What's the strike that's where we're deciding rock paper scissors? Okay. So what? You've just given him a pretty debilitating he's going, well, you remember, strike. You remember Gladiator when he's got the two swords and he cuts off the guys. He sort of scissors the guys' yeah. head off. Yeah. yeah. Josh is going to go for that maneuver on right, me. So he's bleeding in the groin. Yeah. Yeah. But he's managed to ride himself. Because you know why? Because if he does win, yep. I want to make sure he doesn't have a dick. He's anymore. got a maimed cock. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just to yeah. leave a lasting memory. <laughs> anyway. Right. So and my my blow will be. Uh, 
yeah, just smashing his fucking head in, his skull in, with the, and not stopping until the cronies drag me off. Okay. All right. Do you think there should be a couple more, like, moves before we get to that? Because oh. that was so sudden, it kind of... Okay, like, all right. But how do you... Okay, so then he... Well, nah, he's nah. pleading. No, no you just... So there's, but what I'm trying to get to is I don't yeah. want to describe each blow. Like, okay, then we fight. We're fighting, okay. you know, and it all continues People on. People like smash, knowing smash, the, smash. the details, mate. Uh, okay, he manages to, uh, <laughs> let's say, he takes a swing at me. I, do- I dodge it just, but he slices my ear off. Chopper Reed style. Right. So I've lost an ear. Yeah. Um, a few That's other little, better. A few other little gashes Good here. Good lad. And there. <laughs> yeah. Go the player. Yeah. Um, and that, I guess, that strike would have actually hit your shoulder as well. Yeah. It took it took off a fine layer of skin. I'd yeah. Say, so you've got a bit of a slash on your 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 uh, muscle there. Yeah. It's definitely not an easy fight for either of us. No. <laughs> no. But I'd say he's got the advantage because he's he's. Full, full noise He's, He's full yeah. steam ahead yeah. And you are in a pit Made of poking machines In a circle <laughs> yeah, so, that's it <laughs> He's in you know Slipping on poker seven. chips And yeah, shit like that That's right Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright So into rock paper scissors To see who's going to survive And now, who are you rolling for Now what I'll do yeah. If If I do die yeah. If Luke dies oh, in this, Right You, in you this will chapter, die If this, this saga, Yeah okay. of course Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, You'll play as Glenn That's real I'll play as Glenn Yeah okay Or Fuck do you want me to play as the player? Because that could give a different spin to it, as me as the bad guy. It could, but I kind of feel like... Maybe it's something to decide as well, but I kind of feel like you've got to get Glenn organised. Okay, let's decide on the rock, paper, scissors let's that as well. Let's make sure we get him out of there, and I don't know, yeah. So let's do, do rock, paper, scissors to see if I live or die. Oh, I remember, man. He's going right. to do the scissor motion with the, uh, with the swords across my neck and decapitate me. I'm going to try and beat the fuck out of his skull and, ma- and mash it, basically. Wow. Okay, Ready? so you've got an injured ear and shoulder. Yep. He's got holes in his cock. Yeah, he's got, yeah, right. his, his cock is mashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Yep. One, two, three. Oh, oh I win! I win! Fuck you, you Josh! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> and that was just spitting on his bleeding corpse. Now, knowing Josh, he won't believe me. He'll go, Fuck, you could have fucking rigged it, mate. So, Warren, you're more honest I... than me, so you need to tell him. <laughs> Look, we did, did it on the first try. I did rock. Luke did paper. So, paper smothers rock. And he wins. But that was exciting. That I was quite legitimate. Liked, I, quite, I think I'm going to have to take on a few more people to the death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, you're next, buddy. No, no. You like the uh, the whole live or die kind it of philosophy. It was kind philosophy. of cool. I, I definitely... Oh, I well, mean, why I don't you take a swing at Glenn now? <laughs> I wouldn't say my adrenaline's pumping, but it yep. was kind of exciting. You know what, mate? I think you've got a problem because uh, <laughs> yeah. that mutant's going to go straight at you. Well, he doesn't understand we fairness. We might leave that for the next chapter. All right. I haven't, I haven't panned. I was actually thinking I was going to die, to be honest. Okay. So, yeah, not an easy win, I'll say so that. is I, that where it's left? I Come on, mate. I don't have an ear. I've missing an ear. No, no, I feel like that's... I haven't... Because I, I got this far as far as my brain thinking it out. Okay. Do you plan it out in your head? No, not at all. You just make it up as you go along? Pretty much. I, I the quarry do, was new. Like I do half been, and half. Do you? Yeah, just because I, I've I got have had vague ideas, but yeah. yeah, no, no, this time I didn't do it. Because I like a bit of drive and direction. As you can tell, we normally go without any kind of sense of direction. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this part I feel like because I'm on my own. No, no, like, okay. We're not doing it together. All I right. can, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, so, what's Glenn done this whole time? He's just basically watching Glenn just cheering for you joy on. And, yeah. and relief that yeah. I survived it. But yeah. now we've obviously got those cronies left and the mutant. The mutant, yep. I'm not sure if I mentioned before, but he was chained as well. So, not even the player trusts the mutant entirely. 
So at least that's safeguarded against this. But I'm not chained now, and no. I've got the baseball bat. I can scoop up okay. a machete right. and look at the others and go, like, fucking bring it on. But I'm slowly backing away towards Glenn yep. to try and get him loose so at least it can be two against four. Okay. Um, but I think I feel like I'll leave All it right. there. Can yeah, I just, just jump quite a victory. in? This isn't, a, this isn't to further it. I'm just no, no, setting the scene. Go ahead. I feel like the mutant has... I don't know, it's all about poking machines. I feel like it, it's basically chained to two of them. Yeah. Um, like one arm and then one the other oh, yeah, arm. Oh, I see, yeah. And so it can't sort of budge yeah. from either way. Well, it, away from but it's them. away from the circle of them where you've, you're have you in this little pit. Yeah. It's yeah. just outside the circle. Yeah. Yeah, sort, sort of. of just, just, where the, just where the light reaches. Yep. And you're just sort of in the shadows yep. watching. Always in the fucking shadows, just Always like the barn. in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright, so that was it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed episode six, 17 um, and uh, chapter 11 of the post-apocalyptic saga. Yeah. Um, we'll be back more back, back next week for lots more. Um, any final thoughts, Warren? Oh, wow. It's, it's sometimes hard to go back after the I mean, chat. I mean, the whole episode and the chapter. But oh, yeah. I like the chapter. Just no, tonight. No... Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> That's that's what I was going to do. All right, sorry, sorry. I love <laughs> that's you, what I mean. It's hard to reflect you. on the entire thing. Look, there's always so much more, and sometimes we wish we could just basically carry on for hours. Yeah. Um, but look, if you've got any ideas, any suggestions, any comments on anything that we've brought up or mentioned, let us know your favourite sitcom, your favourite comedy show. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, or if there's a particular kind of type of comedy that you love the most. Yep. Rip into it. Let us give know. us your favourite uh, favourite post-apocalyptic movie. Oh, that'd be cool. Apocalypse yep. movie. Um, or give us your give us your favourite uh, micro dildo sandals uh, that you like to wear. Yeah, look, you might still be you might be wearing them <laughs> as we speak. Oh, that'd be cool. And if you are, I would hope that you could take a photo of your feet. Send it to us. Yep. And and yeah, send it. We'll put it up on Instagram. Email it on the fly on the wall podcast one one at gmail.com or you can uh, send it to us via our Instagram, which is fly on the wall podcast with an underscore between each of those words. You can DM us with the picture of you wearing micro dildo <laughs> sandals. But look, any other that sandals that, that that make you think of of dildos yeah doesn't have to be micro dildos if it basically looks like a large penis and you've got your foot in it send us <laughs> send us a picture of that as well or on it if you're into on it, cock, um, ball torture whatever it's called yeah whatever like CBT, anything you've CBT. got it could be just a, a weird looking cucumber you've just bought recently that looks like a, a turnip big, yeah yeah as Baldrick always preferably, used to say yeah preferably things that look like dicks rather than actual dicks I feel I don't want to see actual dicks. No. And, like, if you do, that's cool. We'll, you know. But you can't repost but, that on Instagram. No, whereas exactly. you could put a turnip shaped a bit like a penis. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Happily on Instagram. I think I have before, haven't I? Yeah, I'm maybe, positive, I yeah. Maybe a banana. <laughs> a banana. Um, uh, quick question. Uh, yeah. Is dildo a universal word? Like, if I said dildo to someone in Afghanistan, would they know what a dildo is? Or is I, that an English? I think it's a national dish there. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have some yeah. baklava and some uh, nice slice of dildo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but maybe as a bit of a funny little kind of thing, it's like actual horse penis. Oh, that'd be nice, and and it's a delicacy. Yeah, yeah. Instead of armadillo, you could get an armadildo. <laughs> an armored dildo. An armored dildo. Uncomfortable. Wow. Jesus. But the visual uh, I had was honest, like it looks like a carapace on a on some kind of beetle. Like it's got multiple sections, like a oh, suit yeah. of armor. Yep, yep. So an armored dildo would have like a helmet, but then it would have layers, yeah. like sheaths, so of it dildos. could still bend a little bit. Oh yeah. No, or no, no. Like it's armored with it. 
Oh, like okay, piece okay, okay. Pieces. Okay. So like it looks it's not like, solid. Looks like one big dildo. Yeah. But it's yeah in sections yeah. as far as the plates of if the If you dildo. can imagine a dildo wearing a suit of armour. Yeah. Like with a Spartan helmet. Yep. Uh, a cuirass, like leg armour and, and arms. Yep. Like gauntlets That'd and be things cool. like that. That'd be cool. But yeah, it's like just a version for a dildo. I, I, my brain is kind of because now I'm on animals with dicks and stuff. Yeah, uh, you're on them. Now you? I'm gonna go to like a porcupine, but instead okay. of the spikes, it's lots of dicks. Right. And it could be a prickupine. <laughs> that would be a dad joke if it didn't involve cocks. Yeah. Any yeah. final thoughts? Oh, did I already say that? I think you um, might have. Mate. All right, that's our final There's thoughts. There's always final thoughts. <laughs> now, thanks everybody for joining us for episode seventeen. Yeah, fuck a long one, two hours, but yeah. that's okay. It's that's always okay. A big epic. But you always get in touch, always enjoy. Go back, enjoy some of the old ones. Give us your thoughts at any time. Yeah. And we will see you soon. See ya. Look after yourself. Greetings, all. This is Mike in Massachusetts, and I want you to listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast. Why? Well, it's your right to listen to them, but it's more than that. It's your obligation to listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast. No, it's more than that. It's your solemn duty to listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast. It really is. It's something you have to do. Why? Well, if you like me, then you get to learn, okay, they're going to McDonald's and ordering a maca, whatever that is. And it's standard as opposed to like small, medium, regular, which is what we have here at large. But it's always a standard over there. And then sometimes Luke gets ice cream. And, you know, that's absolutely riveting when when they have to start ordering ice cream and ordering coffee, which I'm assuming is what a maca is. But I digress. Anyway, the, the podcast is great. You'll enjoy yourself. You'll hear occasionally people from England with promos. You'll hear people from Australia from promos, Scotland. But so far, I'm the American guy. I'm the guy that you get to listen to. So do yourself a favor. Listen to their podcast. Have a good time. Learn all kinds of Australian expressions. And yeah, it's a good time. Take care.